0: Hello, Colin.
1: Hey, what's up, Todd?
0: How's it going, buddy?
1: Good, how are you?
0: (laughs) Pretty good. I was just watching your true 2 section.
1: Oh, were you?
0: I was, yeah. (laughs) Not bad. It's pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, well, I just want to thank you for having me on. I want to thank you. you for you guys
0: Cool, cool. I want to thank you for being on.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully this won't be the last one we do.
0: Fuck no, yeah. There's, uh, life is long people like to say that life is short but life is really long we'll, we'll have a lot of time to do shit like this in the future
1: that's funny that um, you, you say that because I, I, I agree with you I, life is long Yeah. You're, and in a lot of cases I'm not really living for the moment anymore you know I'm thinking about longevity and how to stay a part of this whole thing totally i was hoping we could get into that a little bit
0: hells yeah whatever you want to talk (laughs) about
1: it's my air conditioner let me turn it off because it's kind of hard for me to hear i have a a noisy air conditioner yeah that would probably be best (laughs) there we go cool
0: (laughs) yeah longevity um Life, life is really long, and and I, you know, I I really think the the best is in front of us, for sure. Mhm. on, I think that's like a, cause you're you're in your thirties, you're near your, your.
1: I'm twenty nine.
0: Oh, you're twenty nine. Okay, almost. Almost there. <laughs> almost there. <laughs> <laughs> but you reach a point like I think like you you realize that, I don't know, you've been looking at thirty for so long, as as, as being older. Mm-hmm. But then you get there and you're like, wait a minute, I still have my 40s, my 50s, my 60s. Like, this is, this is a long road in front of me.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I I've listened to your podcast, so I, I kind of know a little bit how you feel on certain things. Like, even in Sean's podcast, you I think we were talking about, like, medical advancements and that sort of thing. I mean, I think it's all possible. Like, I, I, I think you might see guys skating – into their 50s with new knees or, I don't know, new ankles, whatever they can do. I'm, I'm no medical expert, but... Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> it's so exciting to hear you say that because, like, I could totally picture, like, a, a truth to style section, but <laughs> 20 years more experience, like, that would just be incredible. Like, I can't wait to see people in their 50s, 60s, people who have been skating for, like, 40 years... Like, what are they going to be doing? You know, that's so exciting. They're going to be doing shit that, that we can't even compre- comprehend right now. They're going to be wizards. And if they do have, like, new body parts and stuff, or at least healthy bodies, it's going to be mind-blowing, man. Oh, yeah. And
1: you know what? Like, that, I think um, some people have this idea, like, they need to keep up with, like, certain things that are happening. Like, I mean, I kind of grew up and was gaining some attention in like early 2000s and i feel like there was this big emphasis on like who's jumping the biggest gap like like hurricane and rails and stuff um but but nowadays it's to me it's i, I want to see someone's ideas yeah in their skating like how the how does your brain work and some skaters we were doing this a while ago, and I didn't really have an appreciation for them until I got older. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head right now. Um, I don't know. I'm a big John Elliott fan. Yeah. Charles Dunkel. Anybody that kind of does stuff different. Like, I, I like the way you guys skate. Um,
0: well, that's natural. So. Ha- you're, you're only human.
1: What's cool about you guys, though? Is it's um and I use this loosely, but it's a very bastardized form of skating because yes. there's no father to your style. It's like a completely original, completely unique. I can't pinpoint who your influences are. Hmm. Like a lot of guys, I can be like, yo, he liked him or he liked him or something. Right. But with you, I don't I can't put my finger on it. Like who do you and Joey like? 'Cause you don't skate like anybody. We we do like a lot of the classics. We
0: obviously we like you, we like Shima, we we love Petty, like a lot of old classic stuff. Dion Anthony, oh, like yeah. TJ Weber, the original, oh, like who's <laughs> more uh John Elliott of course, oh yeah the Brain Fear Gone section, like we're huge fans of of those people. I guess like we just realized a long time ago that there's no hope in hell that we're going to be able to skate like those people. We've, we spent our fair share of time imitating those people, though. For sure. We gained a lot of skill through imitating the cool... Oh, okay. Dom... Sagona... Come on. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, the second regime... I think his, his section in the second regime had a huge impact. But Oh, uh, yeah. That was major. Yeah. Um... But oh yeah, we we love we took a lot of influence from people. Like who are your influences?
1: Um well growing up in Philadelphia, Jeff, Jeff Frederick, Jimmy Shooter, Brian Lux. Um but before them I guess I don't know, like peop I people I saw on DG three, like Randy Spicer, John Julio, Mark Shrine, um guys like that, I guess just to name a few off the top of my head. Um, but then, yeah, and then, like, like later on, like, like guys like Louie, Petty, obviously. Like, I like... And anybody in Esco Zoo was really cool to me. Yeah. Um, and,
0: and, like, you can sort of see that, but, like, your your skating and your style is nothing like any of those people that you named. You know, you, you have, like... I think that's almost like the goal is, like, you, you're a Grom and you we're we imitate right mm-hmm. but then like we should try to move beyond that and become a unique entity and you've definitely done that
1: yeah I, I i've definitely you know thought about it and you know i try to take tidbits without making it so obvious but i definitely borrow for sure like i watch uh like to me like a video part is like when, when, it, when someone's like really good to me I look at their video part as like a catalog like I'm going to go shopping for tricks you know like yeah. <laughs> and then I try to take it and then put, put my own twist on it but I, I think you know if you're going to do that try not to make it so obvious um, some people are just real obvious and it's like come on but it's okay as long as you're having fun whatever
0: I think yeah I think, well, I think copying is perfectly fine like, uh, there's, a, there's a quote that, like, art is theft and great art is great theft. <laughs> I've never heard that. Something well, like I, that. Maybe I, 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 kinda I, I that. might have butchered that. But mm-hmm. it, it's true, and, and you kind of have to start somewhere. And even if even if you're copying something, you're doing it on a different object. You're doing it in a different body. It's, right. it's going to be different. I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to Blade Rip rip off artists. (laughs) As long as they're ripping off, like, good people. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which is so... It's hard to say, like, what is good, what is the best. I mean, it's relative, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Some people, they try to, like, act like there's, like, stats to this. Like, oh, he's the best. He can do anything and he can skate this and this and he... He, he had a big gap he had a big rail he had the ledge lines like like there's like this they try to put it in this formula thing and I don't and I and at the end of the day like like if you're making video parts you're like an entertainer in a yeah. sense you're making entertainment and is it possible to do all soul grinds in a section and entertain someone yeah I think yeah. it's possible oh for sure but but they're like oh he didn't do this or he didn't do that or blah 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 yeah it's bullshit
0: yeah. it's entertainment exactly people <laughs> want to approach it like the same thing as like figure skating where there's like the set moves that everyone has to do and like mm-hmm. oh, she did this and she did this and and they were landed cleanly and but you're right it's 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 an art like you know there's a reason why jackson pollock is such a iconic figure and he just like splashed paint against a canvas and we can do the same <laughs> thing with skates and yeah. with like roll sections we can just Throw paint at a canvas, and and do like no like we can do whatever we want, and it's so exciting when people take that direction. But it's so hard because people are so fucking critical. They're like, <laughs> they're like a bunch of fucking figure skate judges like on the yeah. internet. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, <laughs> like you can't do shit. Shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. And you know what? A Younger me, I was I was caught up in some stupid ways of thinking and. You know what, like I thought that, it's funny because like when I first started, like I didn't care about anything, like anything was cool. Then I like kind of like started to like, you know, get really into it and get to a certain level or whatever. Um, And then I was like, oh, there's a certain way of doing it. I know, I know, I had like this idea, like, I don't know, it was kind of like an egotistical thing I had going on. But, but you know what? The older I get, the more and more I realize there's no right or wrong way. Right. And it's kind of like, it's funny. I have uh, an interesting tor- story to tell you about. Um, like how I f- like, like first got sponsored and then not really being sponsored anymore. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe Sean touched on this. Did he, he told you I was a busboy like around 15 maybe. I I was busting tables at age 15. Okay. And um, I saved up $1,000, and I bought a video camera. Um, We had a camera before that that my dad had, like, a little, like, dad camera or whatever. Um, But anyway, I bought this camera, and we we gave some footage to, like, this local skate shop at the time. And we got um, a Razor's shop sponsorship. And... um, it was really cool because I started getting free skates and I think we were getting like a hundred dollars or something like that a month for and for like a, a 15 year old kid who like lives with his parents like I don't even need a hundred dollars so that was like wow like that's awesome so I quit working as a busboy and I'm just gonna take a huge leap right now so anyway then after that I started linking up with Majette, um, in Philly with all those dudes and denial happened and things just kind of like took off with sponsorship from that. But anyway, I'm going to jump, like I said. So anyway, shit hits the fan. Sponsorship ends. I have some weird stuff going on in my life and how I thought as a person and a skater and what I should have versus what I didn't and why and who's to blame, this, that, etc. But you know what's funny? After sponsorship... Um, I also took some time to finish my senior year in college. Upon graduating, um, wasn't really having a good time finding any jobs in Philadelphia. I moved to Kansas City, and guess what I'm doing? The only job I could get, a busboy. <laughs> 27 years old. So I was a busboy at age 15, yeah. did all this skating, it ended and I went back to busing tables whoa and you know what it showed it, it it was humiliating and it was humbling and it was really something that I feel I had to go through right because it it totally chilled me out it it, it just did I don't know it just whatever ego I had or thought I had or it killed it it completely killed it and now, like, um, I'm having fun with skating again. Like, I'm not too caught up or worried about what company X is doing with whoever, you know? Because that shit used to really get to me. I used to get real hung up, like, jealous, mad, upset, angry, as, as you know, pathetic as it sounds. I mean, I, I really, this was, like, my dream, you know? I really wanted to be involved in it, and it was, um kind of hard to face the fact that I wasn't going to be be a part of it. Um, but anything, anyway, um, yeah, it worked out, though. I mean, I love Kansas City. It's a great place for young people to start up. Um, real estate's cheap. Um, the economy's pretty good. It's not too hard to find a job. I actually, um, about a year ago, I landed a job in pharmaceutical sales, so I'm a drug rep now, <laughs> nice. um, traveling around. So it's pretty good because I have a nine-to-five Monday through Friday, and um, I have my weekends off, which is is great. Like I really feel like um, I'm I'm I set myself up so now, like I can really skate for the rest of my life without having to worry about working weekends or. I'm not worried about money or anything like that, so. Definitely. Yeah. I'm sorry, I feel like I just, like, talked really fast for a while, and I didn't give you a chance to throw any words in there.
0: No, that's great. (laughs) That's perfect for the podcast. Just give it. Feel free to just say whatever you want to say. It's crazy that, like, yeah, you, you, you started busting tables, you went through this skating thing. So tell me about it, like, tapering off. I mean, because you you're you're still like one of the best out there. It's not like you fell off. How did you how did everything how did you lose everything? How did that happen? Well, um or did the industry just kind of fall apart?
1: I'm I'm going to I'm going to say it was my fault. Um not that there was anything I could really do about it, but I just had um Unrealistic expectations of what I could get out of this. right. And USD couldn't, couldn't provide it for me. Yeah, and it was my fault. I actually wrote um, the owner a letter of apology um, just for how I acted and behaved um, <laughs> on the message boards and whatnot. I'm sure you read all that silly goofiness. As, as comical as some have told me it is, it's kind of embarrassing. I don't, like, take pride in it. I'm not—I don't brag about it. It's kind of like, wow, you got to see this guy, like, really upset and kind of, like, crazy for a while. So it's not, like, this cool thing for me. I'm kind of like, uh—I just sound like, um, like, juvenile and, um, what's the word? Kind of like, um— I don't know, it's just juvenile and immature. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. But so, um
0: but sometimes you need to vent and, and you know, maybe you that helped you get through whatever you were going through.
1: Yeah.
0: I it's cool though. It, it is yeah. cool. <laughs> it was it was entertaining, like you said.
1: Yeah. I don't think it's anything to beat yourself up so. over. <laughs> no. But uh yeah, I think that the main thing, though, that, that kind of like got to me was um, this whole thing about royalties. And I'm not trying to get too, too deep into this whole thing. But, um, um, you know, they give you, they're like, okay, you're going to get, a, I don't know what it is, a dollar, two dollars off every skate. The number's not important. Yeah. But anyway, it's like, okay, well, what does that represent as a percentage? What percentage of skate sales did I take away? and they wouldn't tell me that information and that kind of drove me nuts because I thought that maybe had they given me something that I thought was fair, then maybe I would have had a chance to hold on to it or do more or something make, sort of try to make a living and I'm you know, quote unquote living but um, yeah, that's what that whole thing was really about just like they didn't want to tell me what the, the royalty percentage was. And why should they? They don't have to. I didn't sign any agreement that said they had to give me that as a business. Why? They don't have to. There's not no, it's not don't. a week.
0: They don't have to, but I mean if you if you I don't, thought it would have been nice. Yeah. I, and, and But I have,
2: accept that.
0: Yeah. Well you have a right I you have a right as an employee to want a certain thing in return for whatever you're doing for the company. Um, right, and you know, if they're not doing that or not
1: taking care of you, then you have every right to leave. right, and you know what though, at the same time I'm like, am I really this much of a narcissist that I think that I deserve this like it's am i it, it, and I question my own skating and it's and how powerful it is like is am I even like worthy of demanding this sort of thing i don't I don't know yeah, but whatever, yeah. honestly. I'm I'm really happy right now. Um, I'm really happy, and that's the important thing.
0: And you can tell, and you can tell that you're you're in a good place skating-wise. Like you're you're enjoying skating, and that's that is huge. You know, so many people go through what you went through, and and they're just done with skating. They're jaded or they have no motivation left. But you've gone through whatever you've gone through, and you're still. You can tell, you oh, could yeah. tell in, your, in your sections, like, you love to go out and film shit, and and oh,
1: you're always thinking about to do. it.
0: <laughs> yeah. my
1: favorite thing to do. I, I'll even tell you this. I actually, I'm no fun to watch in person. You know how, like, they say, like, there's bands that are really good live, and then there's bands that can only, like, do it good in the studio? I'm, like, one of those, like, my skating is, like, one of those bands that's only good in the studio. Like, if you watch me go and skate, you'd be like, this dude sucks. Like... <laughs> It takes me like a million tries to do what I'm doing, and I don't know. I don't. I think I'm terrible to watch. That's why I get like weirded out going to contests and stuff, because it's like I'm really not that good. I just have a really good filmer. Like he's that good at filming. Like he makes like my whatever I do. He can emphasize it yeah. with his his camera skills. So I'm lucky to have a guy like that who totally. wants to take time and filming.
0: It, we always say that filming is more important than skating. Like, you it, can have dog shit skating. If mm. the filming is really good, it'll be an awesome clip. It doesn't go the other way around. Right, right. right. You, you get, if you know have funny? the best skating in the world, dog shit filming, <laughs> shit's going to suck. Like, filming <laughs> is more important than skating.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, in, in my opinion, yeah, for sure. And there's... There's a funny like didn't Rawlingson Rivera say, "Yo, you can only skate as good as you look." Yeah, I can only skate as good as you get filmed. Yeah, I'm gonna take his quote and upgrade it. It's true, <laughs>
0: as good as you make me look.
1: But uh, yeah, that's funny. But we we um we ran into some trouble yesterday. That's why um I've been having. I, I, wasn't able to, um, get online yesterday because my brother's car got towed in front of my apartment oh, no. in Kansas city. And it was a nightmare. He's still, they still have it at the impound. He's got to get a notary, um, signed and bring it in. And it was just a nightmare. But then we went, um, to this like, um, it's kind of like a pool party type thing. It was really nice and relaxing, Nice. but we've been filming a lot, um, for Fish Guys recently, we're working on a new Fish Guys thing. No way. Yeah, that's they're great. fun. Like Cement Park, all fisheye. It's kind of easy to to get stuff like that done.
0: Yeah, that's cool. So but, it a, and it's fun. Yeah, is it different parks than the different other Fish parks. Guys?
1: Um, some the same, some new. I I think there's a, there's actually a few new parks we've been going to recently. Um. But, yeah, there's there's some of the older ones. We try to switch it up, though, and keep it new. Um, but, yeah, he, he's working on some stuff now. So, um, I think we're going to start going out to Chicago a little more, too. Hmm. That's, um, yeah, we have in the-
0: Pretty close to Kansas City, is it?
1: Yeah, you can get there in about eight hours. Okay. Which isn't too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, Chicago's a great city. There's a lot of young talent coming up in Chicago. Hmm. Yeah. Um, do, are you familiar with any of, like, the the guys out in Chicago? Just some of the... Or guys o- from Chicago? Just
0: some of the OGs, like Colin Martins out in Chicago, right? And Rory, <laughs> Melahan, and... Definitely. Um... Those guys,
1: for sure. Yeah. Um... Do you know guys like um, like Sean Darce, Nick Labar, Nick uh, Labar. Tim, Tim Kelly, Andrew uh, Nimorowski moved out there recently? So yeah. they have like this, like a, like a, I feel like it's a really strong scene. Malcolm Hurd is out there. Those guys are really cool and really fun to skate with. Yeah. So I think we're going to start to try to make trips to go out there with them. Nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love uh, Nemo's videos. Oh yeah. Very, really
1: good. I he's like one of my favorite people to watch right now. Like I'm a huge Nemo fan, huge Labar fan. Um, Sean Dars, Chris Smith from Atlanta is super thick. I, I I actually um I'm I've been paying to a lot paying attention to a lot of young guys recently. Yeah. Because they just have such a fresh. Uh, take on a lot of things, and it kind of makes me rethink what I'm, what I'm doing, and I don't know. I, I like it. Being around them makes me, I don't know, feel a little bit younger, and makes me want to try new things. For I don't know, they like they just have some cool shit going on. For sure, but yeah, love all those guys. They're great people.
0: So tell me, like. Like, you're going skating, you get to a spot, you're, you're filming, your your brother's there, he's going to make you look awesome, but, like what, <laughs> like, what do you, like, how do you approach, like, what, how do you figure out what you're going to do, or, like, what's, like, how do you find your
1: tricks, what do you think about? Um, usually, I don't know, I just, like, skate around for a little bit and do tricks that I know I can do, and when I get comfortable, if something comes to my mind. A lot of times, my, my brother, he knows me so well, my brother can just be like, oh yeah, why don't you try this or, or do that or, you know? So it's kind of like um, a little back and forth. You know, we talk while we're skating, so it's like, oh yeah, that was neat. Do that or try this or, but um, I don't know. Sometimes I, I like have an idea before I even get to a spot You know, it really varies. I'm sure you're probably the same way. Like, you might have ideas. But it's tough, because even if you have an idea, you might not find the spot that's, like, perfect for it. So it's, like, a little premeditated with a little improv at the same time. So you kind of just mix them around. Yeah, Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I just really, at the end of the day, I try to have fun. Like, I'm not, like, stressing myself out about, like what I, like, you know, I just wanna have fun, like, and if it comes out cool, that's a bonus.
0: Yeah. Well, usually, if you're you're just trying to have fun, you can't go wrong with that formula. Yeah. It comes through in the skating, like, if you just try to do stuff that is enjoyable to you, and.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: It's enjoyable to watch someone enjoying themselves on skates. Exactly but that, yeah that's an art in itself is learning like how to enjoy yourself or tap into mm-hmm. that kind of like joyful that's feeling
1: a, and it show it shows in the skating just like you said and and that's almost i i like watching um, crew quote unquote crew videos where you know it's a group of guys who live in the same area you know they're going back to eat pizza and play Nintendo 64 after the skate session, they're vibing out. They have the weird humor thing going on. But yeah. you can see that. I videos like that, more than I like teen videos.
0: Yeah. Personally. Oh, for, well, no. yeah, I agree with you, man. Because, <laughs> yeah, there's something there. There's, and there's you can feel that kind of vibing off of each other. And, and people have been hanging out. And they know each other like it's uh it makes such a difference when you go skating with people who you know and who know you and then they can Mm -hmm. be like oh this would be perfect for colin you like colin check this out and they'll like direct each other and like (laughs) oh this would be great for like billy's got this like this thing Uh to this thing like oh yeah do this like it it you know it helps you have a bunch of directors around you that can
1: yeah
0: vibe off each other Uh you feel that
1: joy one point that you brought up in Sean's podcast was um, talking about um, how, and I, I don't want to like offend anybody by saying this, but you, I think you were kind of touching on how sponsorship is becoming a little irrelevant um, due to the rise of the internet and how you can just literally create an... You can start your own website, make videos, and create an audience without needing to go through a big company or a big video production, whoever, yada, yada. Like, you can, all, you can do it yourself. Yeah. You know? You really can. And what Sean did with KC Mo, I mean, he – that's a good thing going. I mean, you could – and I think the goal is to, you know, take some of that money and just put it back into skate trips and equipment. Just keep the fun going, you know? For sure. You can just, because that's where I'm at. And I told him, I I said to him, look, man, like I'm comfortable. I just want to have fun skating. I don't, and I told him I didn't want to get paid for Casey Moe. He paid people for that. Um, I didn't want to get paid though, because I didn't, I don't need it. To me, I'd rather see Sean make money because I feel like having a guy like him hold a camera, it's important to my fun. Yeah. So I look at it like I'm paying him to come out. Like his, his time, him being a guy with the camera is valuable to me. First. Sure. Cuz I go to work through Friday. I'm thinking about skating a lot. And when Friday through Sunday comes, oh man, it's on and I want him to be around. So if he can make a little coin off this and keep it keep it going, I want him to have all that money. He deserves it. Yeah. So But yeah, he's he's doing cool things. I mean, I'm it's I love the guy. He's my brother, so I'm biased, but that's how I feel.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Like you're you're lucky to have him and like yeah. yeah totally. It's like you got to you got to you got to support your friends like as mm-hmm. much as you can. Like yeah, when your friends yeah. are successful, it just yeah. makes your life better. For sure. I mean, it really does. I mean, um the way i see oh, yeah. it is, i want to be i want to be the least successful of all my friends like i want all my friends to be ballers and then <laughs> and then to come around and and share it with me i don't want it to be the other way around like right and yeah especially skating wise like you want to support people mm-hmm. cuz them being around so- just makes it more fun for you and and gives you more opportunities mm mm-hmm. mhm
1: so you're, you're, you're a working man, a family man.
0: Yeah, man. You're,
1: you're, you're holding it down. You're making it work. You find time to skate. So I, I admire people like that. I really do. Like, that's, I want to be like that. I'm, I'm working to be a guy like that.
0: Yeah. I can't help it. Like, I, I just love, I, like, going out and filming and skating is, is like, uh-huh. what I, what I live for. Like, it's so much fun. It's. I obsess about it. Like, I have to do it. You know? Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Oh, so. yeah.
1: You know who I think the most influential rollerblader of all time is? Rollinson Rivera? <laughs> no, he wasn't, and he wasn't even, uh, even, like, necessarily, like, a great rollerblader, but he was the most influential. Dave Payne. Hmm. He was the eye of street skating. He, he was showing you all the raw stuff as it was happening. His soundtracks were incredible. Like if it wasn't for Dave Payne, I wouldn't dress the way I dress. I wouldn't listen to the music I listen to. I wouldn't eventually have the thoughts that I have in my head right now. Like by far, hands down, Dave Payne, most influential rollerblader. Wow.
0: I love the VGs, I really do. He, he, he made a lot of videos. And so he, many. he made a lot of videos at a time when there weren't a lot of videos. It was kind of exactly. like the. Like, people watched the VGs and they hadn't seen a, a new video or a new edit in months. And that was. That was like the eye into mm-hmm. what, what was going on in skating.
1: Okay. What's. The, in Lord of the Rings, what's that eye? Isn't it Sauron? <laughs> like, that's like some Sauron shit going on. Like, he was just watching everything. Watching like. everything, yeah he was the blade god yeah he was yeah dave Payne, good man i love that dude i always will always prop him till the day i die dave Payne is awesome
0: he did a lot it would be incredible if there was like an eye like if there was a website that was like it was like the best shit in blading at this moment and you could go onto this website and it would be like a live feed of like the most exciting trick that was going down at this time in the whole world
1: imagine you'd probably need like some satellite technology huh
0: well once once the entire world is being filmed at all times there <laughs> someone'll figure out a way to parse all the data and find like the guy like who's killing it the hardest and the camera will just automatically like go onto him do you think like, that's something we're working towards possibly yeah? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's possible. Especially when, like, people aren't actually going to skate in real life in the future. They're just going to go into the Matrix and <clears throat> do exactly what they're doing, but with no risk. Like, it won't be their actual body. They'll just be, like, in a flotation tank with, like, things plugged in. And, and they'll be skating, but it'll be in this, like, virtual world where, like... and then And then... At that point, you'll be able to tap into the virtual world and find, like, the dude who's killing it the hardest at that moment.
1: Wow. I can't even imagine. That's, that's, uh, that's really far into the future. So, uh, we'll 30, be
0: 34 years.
1: 34 years? Yeah. Oh, man. That sounds like a million years away.
0: No. It, shit's, shit's happening quick. It's going to change <laughs> fast. Yeah. Look, I'm talking to Colin Kelso. We're recording this, and we're gonna put this conversation on the internet for everyone to listen to. Like, that's pretty fucking that's futuristic.
1: So, that is pretty. I mean, from when I was a young kid getting into skating in the 90s, yeah, I wouldn't. This would have been like hocus po, pocus magic to me, or something. Yeah. Like.
0: <laughs> it would have been some stone conversation, like some guy describing, like, man, in the future. They're just gonna talk to each other, and then everyone's gonna listen to it. They're not even gonna be in the same town. <laughs> what's there's a great what's the what's the joke? Uh, um, what's the 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 black comedian who dresses in like the bright green jacket? Oh, Cat Williams. Oh, yes. Cat Williams. Yeah, he says yeah. like, "How high do you have to be to say I want to talk to someone
1: who isn't even there?" <laughs> He, that man is brilliant. He cracks me up. Yeah. But yeah, that is, that's funny. It's funny you mentioned that. But yeah, this is pretty crazy. So maybe you're right. Maybe, we'll, maybe we will be there in 34 years. I'm not super tech savvy, so I don't know. But, uh, so how's, how's Joey doing?
0: Joey's very, he's good. Yeah, he's getting a lot of hate from the from his recent article that he wrote.
1: Dude, I love that article. <laughs> yeah. It made me feel so weird. It, it was cool. I, I was like super juiced on it, and I was like embarrassed. Like I, I kind of was like, "Dang, this is, this is like kind of true." And yeah. it's like, "Whoa, whoa!" It like hit me really hard. It was like a kind of, I don't know. it was like the brain fear gone of rollerblading articles or something it was like game changing (laughs) to me it was weird dude it made me feel crazy inside in a really good way yeah but um you know it it, it, it's funny though I mean I'm I'm not gonna pretend like I've never watched a skateboard video or like I've never been even influenced by a, a skateboarder or a skateboarder's video part um you know, but I'm not just saying like skateboarding either. Like I've been inspired by biking, skiing. Um, I mean, I, I mean, pretty much like anything, even. And I think that's a good. But um, thing. but um, it, it is true. It's kind of funny. Like um, I was actually reading that before I even got on here with you. But uh, what was it? I thought number five was funny, how rollerblades enhance awkwardness. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, what else? Pa- pardon me, I'm 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 kind of like skimming it right now. Oh, rollerbladers are huge fans of skateboarding. That was that was very funny. And it I mean we yeah, I, I know a lot of rollerbladers who like yeah, like we know who who's like the top skateboarder. Yeah. but they'll never they're like in that like elitist. They kind of like own actions, quote unquote, action sports. Yeah, which is kind of an interesting conversation. And I'm just speculating now. Don't don't quote me on this or assume that I'm like a know it all on the on the matter. But I, I really do think that they own like board, the boarding industry has a, a grip on like action sports, alternative lifestyle sports, like. And I'm not worried about rollerblading getting into the mainstream. But I feel like if it did skateboarding is the boarding industry will just pick it up and you'll see boarding companies making blades or making products for bladers or sponsoring bladers you know like maybe there's going to be like roller bladers that have a DC shoe sponsorship or i don't know some stupid like that i feel like they own it right that could definitely that's why they don't want us. they don't want us in it they don't want us on TV. They they they're so old and mature and great at marketing and advertising that they were able to net they got old, they got smart, they got professional, they got educated. They branched out, they made friends and connections in mainstream media and all avenues, all areas of it. And they're and now that they're in such a strong position, they can be like, "Yo, we're going to veto this." And yeah. and they do to protect their market share. I mean, Barely dead, hit it right on uh, the hammer on the head with the nail, like, or whatever. Like, they said they don't want... um, They don't want to have skateboarders getting turned into rollerbladers. And who knows? Maybe there's only so big of a a young group of kids getting into, quote-unquote, lifestyle action sports that they're like, we don't have... There's not enough room for both of us, you know? So why would we... Invite them in; they could like cannibalize our sales, and like yeah. you know, it wouldn't be good. So,
0: I do think that's, that's <laughs> that you've just explained uh, why role biting is kind of in the toilet. I think they did have a lot to do with it; they were in a position of power. But the funny thing is that they haven't been able to destroy scootering the way that they dis- destroyed role biting. Like scootering. I don't know about in Kansas City, but in in Canada, Mm -hmm. it is so big. Like, scootering is huge. All the young kids getting into action sports, I would say, like, like, I don't know, but I would guess from what I've seen, 90% of the young kids getting into action sports are getting into scootering.
1: Scootering, wow.
0: It is huge. And they haven't been able to fuck with that and, 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 and I think it's a reflection so of like their I think their power is in in kind of a decline because mm-hmm. they account- well let me tell
1: you this let me tell you this and I, I don't mean to cut you off but yeah, yeah, I I forget word. it was I heard like a, a, a popular skateboarder saying well you know what yeah it's not really what we do we don't like really like it or whatever but it's actually a good starter like it's like a good st- it's kind of like a skateboard with training wheels or something. Right. They're like, at least they're on a board. You know, yeah, it yeah. has rollerblading wheels and a bike handle, but they're standing on a board or something. I don't know. But I think that if they don't, if, they, if they're not hating on it so hard, it's because they feel that they can get like these little five-year-old kids on it and then eventually switch them over. Yeah, you know, yeah. like take the training wheels off and get on the big boy board. Totally. Which is scoot. I, that's how I kind of got that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and that's probably how a lot of them are looking at it. And, and, and some of, a lot of the scooter kids might get into skateboarding, but I think, I think they're mistaken. I think that scootering has like a whole trick vocabulary that's very separate from skateboarding. And a lot of kids that get into it will fall in love with, the scooter tricks oh, yeah. and, and, and scootering and they'll, they'll continue I pay to do
1: it. Attention to it to them as well. They're, I've seen some older guys, like some seasoned older guys who you can tell have spent a lot of time scootering, thinking about scootering, evolving, innovating scootering moves or whatever. I have respect for it.
2: Oh, for sure. I want,
1: I, you know, I'm not worried about it, but I, I would like respect from everybody. And how, how can you accept respect if you're going to point the finger and be like, Oh, that's whack.
0: Yeah, exactly. The way, yeah. like, we're human beings. Like, it's exciting to see a human being do something rad using whatever tool they're using. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I like, you know. I think that is is a good perspective. It's a healthy perspective to have on it as opposed to an elitist perspective where you're like, no, what I'm doing is the truth right. somehow. Like, it's like... No, everyone, we happened to fall in love with something because we were in a certain place at a certain time with certain people at a certain age when it's like everyone was doing that and, and we got into it. And then you just fall in love with it. And it's like I didn't really, looking back on it, I didn't really choose role playing. It was like a guy I knew was skating. I wanted to be friends with, with those guys. So I just right. did what they were doing. You know, it wasn't like, like a thing, like I'm going to roll by for the next 20 years till I'm a dad. I'm going to do that. Like, (laughs) just like, I just want to hang out and have some friends. They happen to have fruit boots. So I'm going to get a pair of, of those things. Yeah. Yeah. So like any human, you know, it's, it's fun to see what humans do on their different with their different toys.
1: Exactly. And and you know what? I um, This is something I thought in my head, because I have spent, like, when I was really upset, I, I, you know, thought about skateboarding a little bit, like, why do they hate us? Why don't they like us? Or, like, th- are they really preventing us from, you know, moving our industry into more profitable waters or whatever? I don't know. But one thing that I kind of came up with in my head as an argument was... Um, you know, like you said, it's a tool, like, like skates are an instrument. A skateboard is an instrument, a scooter, a bike, whatever, it's an instrument, right? right. Now this like what, shredding, jumping around, grinding rails, whatever you want to call it, I don't. there's not really a name for it. But like, let's pretend it's rock and roll. Can you make rock and roll? Can you make rock and roll with the guitar? Can you make rock and roll with the keyboard? Can you make rock and roll with the bass? Yes. Can you make it with roller? Can, can you shred with blades? Yes. Can you shred with the board? Yes. Can you shred with the scooter? Yes. So imagine if there were like rock rock and rollers like, no, man, only the guitar. Only the guitar for rock yeah. and roll. No keyboards in, in, in this place. Like, get get out of here.
0: No, I love that analogy. That's, that's perfect. That's, <laughs> that's a great analogy, dude. I love it. <laughs> and it's so true because we we really are – doing the same thing. When you step back and you look at it really objectively, you're just like, you're doing cool moves. You're doing moves that turn you on and you other people enjoy watching. Right. They get a badass feeling from watching it from doing it. It's the same thing with a different tool. I love the mm-hmm. that rock and rock and roll analogy. That's that's great. <laughs> and it is it's, yeah. it's totally the same it's the exact same argument when you say like no fucking real musicians they use a guitar they don't fuck around uh-huh. with a ukulele fuck off dude like, <laughs> well that, that might be true but you know if someone can rock it out on a ukulele and that's where their vibe is right. why would you try to suppress that like why would you the only reason you would try to is because you feel threatened because you want everyone to use a guitar because that's where you profit from or that's you know you want the guitar to be the shit it's it is right. natural, but it you know <laughs> people can feel That's cool. That's, tools. that's cool
1: we're on the same page with it. Yeah. No, and I, I love that right off the bat that we would we would share things like that just from listening to you and seeing how you guys are as people like on skates, you know, like it's cool it's cool talking to you right now. I'm I'm really enjoying myself so far. <laughs> nice. I'm enjoying myself too. <laughs> Do you, do you mind if I take a break and grab some more water? Sure.
0: Yeah. Sure. One, one second. One second. All right. So we're hanging out with Colin Kelso. I'm just talking because I'll be too lazy to, to edit this out. <laughs> this is great. So um, I kind of got a little bit of the story from your brother, but I want to hear just how you discovered rollerblading? how you got into it?
1: Um, The X game. I think my brother touched on this a little bit. Um, There was these two twin brothers in our neighborhood who had, um, they had like everything. They had like skateboards, rollerblades, like hockey equipment. Like they had like all the fun toys like a kid in elementary school would, would want to have or whatever. So we went over and like You know, we played together, like, hockey, rollerbladed, whatever. But there was a ski shop in our town, and ski shops also sold rollerblades back in the early, mid-90s. And there were, like, Majestic 12s, all sorts of other, Roses and K2 stuff, and VG3, and, um, what's the name? Damaged Goods. Damaged, what? Oh, no, it I think it would. I'm. I'm so bad at remembering this video's name. Not filthy
0: habits. Moose. Moose knuckle. Mr. Moose no, knuckle.
1: I, I. think it. Maybe it was damaged. Let's just say it was Damage Good. It doesn't matter. I mean, I. I personally like VG three more. I'm a VG guy over yeah. like the hot stuff personally. Um, okay. But yeah, they had VG3, which was like, oh my god. I was so young, I didn't even know that the three meant, oh, this is the third installment. Like I didn't even question it. It was so cool. I was I was like, oh, VG3, yeah, like whatever. I didn't know what it meant. I just knew that there was cool skating in it. That's what really got me hooked. I then like a year or so later, BG4 came out, and I was like, oh, I get it, four. That means it's the fourth one. So wait, I didn't see one and two. Yeah. I was just young. I mean, I was, dude, I was playing with like Ninja Turtles and crap at the time. Like, I was, I, I was like one of those. I was so young, I was like playing with action figures, like waxing the curb in front of my house. Like a little kid, like pre pubescent, like squeaky little voice, bowl cut.
0: What? Wow. <laughs> yeah, you
1: must have been but that's like. That's pretty much how 11. I went to it, and I've just been doing it ever since, you know? Crazy. It takes that, it, all it takes is that one video. You see one good video and it's like life changing.
0: Yeah, that spark.
1: Mm hmm. You never lose it. Mm hmm. And I, I'll never be able to turn it off. Ever. Ever. Why do you <laughs> think,
0: like, why, what, what, you're still motivated to,
1: to do this? Why are you still so into it? It's who I am. Like, I mean, I've done it for so long and it's, Given me so much fun. I've met so many cool people. Like, it put me on to music. It put me on to like different ways of thinking. I think um, I like to consider myself an open minded person. Uh, I try to be, I strive to be. So, I think skating showed me that like, how to accept diversity and, you know, be able to build relationships with people from all over the world, too. Um, once I started traveling, especially. But, I mean, I could never turn that off. Like, I've spent so much of my life doing it that it's, it's, uh, it's, it's really who I am. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to do with my time if I didn't, you know, go out and skate. Like, I really wouldn't know what to do. And it's fun, man. It's yeah. fun. Like, bottom line, it's, it's the fun factor. Totally. I know a lot of guys that don't skate that much anymore. And every time I see them, they're like, "Dude, I know this skate spot. I was driving to work and blah." Like they still look at things as like a handrail is skatable, a set of stairs or a ledge or whatever. It's all like they still are like looking at stuff like that. Yeah. But still, I don't know. I don't know why they don't go out. I mean, I'm personally always gonna. I'm gonna make time to go out. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Because when. Responsibility kicks in, as I'm sure you're super well. You're you're more well aware of it than I. Um, but when when all that responsibility kicks in, it you know, you your time is valuable when yeah. you go out and ski. And you wrote an article about that, I believe. You know, try to find people who value your time and go out there make it happen. You know, it's possible to juggle like family, work, that sort of thing, and and still have time to go ski.
0: Yeah. Um, and it, it becomes I, more important <laughs> when life is like that. Like you would just go oh, fucking yeah. crazy if you didn't have an outlet like that, or you know something to go do that completely takes you out of all everything that you're living. Like you gotta, you gotta fight to keep it. Like no matter what, you do. <laughs>
1: you gotta fight. You do. For it. you do you know especially like if you want like a nice comfortable life you're gonna have to fight for it a little bit and like right now with with my job you know it's, it's such a great job I actually really like what I'm doing um I, um, like as a drug rep, I'm talking, um, to doctors about managed care and I'm pointing out great coverage in their office. So I'm helping people from all different types of financial backgrounds save money on, um, on the products that I support that, that actually help them, you know, you know, enhance the quality of their life. So it feels good at the end of the day, um, knowing that I'm doing something good. I'm setting up a future for myself and I have my weekends off to go skating. You know, yeah, and, and I, I got some great benefits too. I have, I have uh, plenty of vacation days. Like, I'm thinking maybe I might, you know, save up some money and who knows, maybe in the future, go be like, Hey, Sean, let's get a ticket to wherever we want to go. I don't know, yeah. film some skating on our own terms because I know too he's going to be able to, you know. Put it online and hopefully, you know, I I think he gives people a fair price. Oh yeah. You know, so you know he'll put a fair price on it, and you know he can recoup for some of the money he put into it, and we can keep it going. Totally. Hopefully, people will still want to want to see what we're up to. So, but I mean, even if they don't and no one buys a video, we'll we're still going to do it anyway. You know, because it's not about like other people. At the end of the day, it's really about us and like what. We like and that sort of thing
0: yeah well it's an exciting place because like 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 you talked about earlier before like you needed a company to kind of say okay you're the dude we're gonna put you in the video and it, <clears> it's exciting that there's no companies that can say like okay Sean you're, you're too old we're gonna bring in these young guys like you can do whatever you want you can come out with sections on your own terms yeah and they're Oh, there will be a certain number of people in the world that are like, damn, new new Kelso shit. Yeah, I'll spend the, I'll spend the ten bucks or the five bucks or, or whatever it is, and and that's not gonna end. It's not gonna be like, oh, Kelso's forty five now. I don't know what does he got. Like, fuck. People are gonna be like, shit, Collins forty five and he came out with a new section. I'll drop a few bucks on that. It's like. Um, it, it's a, new, it's, it's, it's a new time. It's an exciting time where, where we have that power. Like, it's Definitely. great. And
1: you know, and you know what? There, there's a lot of old, older guys that I would love to see. Like, I, I want to see Eric, Eric Shrine, please, top-ass in something. Yeah. Like, I would throw, like, like I don't know, like, maybe go top-ass like, ten things. I'll give you five bucks for it. That
0: would be sick.
1: Just, I, I grew up with him, you know? He was, like, a household name. Yeah. I've always. Eric Shrine is one of the coolest guys. Um, Esco Zoo people are awesome. You can I really. I've never
0: yo. Seen What's that? Okay, okay. That, that top acid that you did in that uh, SSM Godfather edit at that skate park. Or, yeah, I think so. It was like a higher ledge, but it ended yeah. lower. That was totally channeling Eric Shrine.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: The the way that you sat on that. Yeah, for sure. That was a total Eric Shrine top uh-huh. acid.
1: Oh, yeah. He's got the... To me, he's like the top acid guy. Like, if you're looking to see a top acid, you look Eric Shrine's name up. Like,
0: You're right. You're goddamn right about that. <laughs> he's the top acid guy. You know, everyone puts their for things. <laughs> That's amazing. But...
1: Yeah, it's- But you can see older guys skate. And you know what? If any older guy is listening, like, I don't, like, I don't think people... And, you know, you got to want to skate, but I don't think, you know, you need... Don't feel like you need to do, like, the craziest stuff. Like, go skate small transition, ledges, and do some... And just, like, try to be a little creative with it. That's not, like, a tall order, you know what I mean? No. And, you you know, like, can, can I see that from time to time? Like, can some of these big things just, like... That I used to look up to, like, can you please just like, like maybe a skate park clip like a month Man. for like a year and then just kind of put it out or something? I don't
0: know. Yeah, it, that's something that we talk about a lot, and I totally agree with you. Like, I want to see selfishly, I just want to see like a new, like a new Petty. Oh yeah. Like, uh, imagine if Ch- Josh Petty just secretly worked on a on a little section for a couple months, yeah. and then it just dropped. You'd be like. It would oh just, my god It would shatter your world You'd be like Oh my god Like a new A new petty section Yeah What the fuck Like that would be epic And I, I just want those people To realize That it would be epic For a lot of people Yeah You know It'd be amazing And I'm sure they would have A fucking blast doing it
1: Yeah It's just I sad
0: bet. It's sad that there's Some kind of block Where it's like "No, Can't do that I'm not that good You know
1: Yeah like, I know I wish that? I could. I wish I could say some words of encouragement that could fix the block, but yeah. uh, whatever it, it is, what it is, what can you do? But I don't know. I'm I'm a stop. Not that that I don't know if that matters to anybody, but. I don't know. Like I don't know how I don't know how people can get so good at something and then just all like all of a sudden not not do it or not even find the time to do it here and there.
0: Yeah, I think uh, maybe you don't have a filmer. That would be a big thing. Like yeah, we're both you and me are really lucky to have someone living yeah. in the same area that is really good with the camera, really mm-hmm. good with editing and and wants to go out with us and and film us that's huge that's so important like I've said like if I didn't have Joey around like I don't I would still skate here and there but it wouldn't be the same like it wouldn't be like I wouldn't be pushing right. I would just you know I would have no yeah. uh, no purpose so that like I'm really lucky to have that really grateful to have likewise.
1: that likewise yeah maybe, maybe. it's the reason um damn we need to get some people to go film some of these guys, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> should be like a Kickstarter project for go pay some guy to go out there and make it happen. I don't know.
0: You know what a big a big problem is? Like, a lot of those guys that we grew up watching, they grew up in a time when they were kind of like snatched out of their crew, and they they went and skated with their team and stuff, and they were pro. They were, like, competing on ASA. Yeah. And they probably, like, lost contact with that, like, that crew that you're talking about as opposed to, like, dudes now, like, pretty much they always skate with their crew. So they're always going to have those friends even when they get older. Those guys are probably going to be around. Right. But, you know, for the dudes that were balling out on the ASA, it's, like, who... They move back to their town, it's like, oh, no one skates here, or, you know, Bobby used to blade, but I didn't really skate with him much, I was off skating on the Pro Tour and filming for the Medium video, so,
1: (laughs) you know, (laughs) that sucks. It does suck. (laughs) Medium videos, now those were some cool videos.
0: Fuck yeah, Smell the Glove. Mm -hmm. Dude, I... I got Smell the Glove for Christmas one year when I was a kid. VHS. Yeah. And I watched it and, and and there was like six feet of snow outside mm-hmm. when I watched this video. There was no way I was skating. And I was so pumped off this video. I just I put my boots and my snow pants on and I went out and I was just like jumping off the roof into the snow banks. Like over and over. Cause I was so hyped. My parents were just like what is our, ch- like, our child is crazy. He's just
1: outside yeah. jumping off the roof. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Sean and I used to do, well, not, we weren't jumping off our roof, but, but like, they, you know, we got some snow in, in Philly, and, you know, everyone who's ever gotten snow has done this. But, you know, you pile it up next to a rail or something, and you can you can turn a rail into, like, a box. Yeah. So it's not scary here. Like and we used to do stuff like that um, when winter came <laughs> It's crazy. I don't think I'd have the motivation to do that anymore. <laughs> Maybe I should, though. Maybe we should try to do something like that this winter.
0: That'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. We've been thinking about making a winter video. It, yeah. It would be hard. Like, it, <laughs> I don't know how fun it would be because <laughs> I hate skating in the cold. Like, oh, yeah. It's not as fun. <laughs> but if you tried really hard to like skate in the snow and stuff... It'd be kind of interesting. Oh be, yeah. So the, those uh, those slider bar edits that you and your brother did, was that mm-hmm. like, was that like a winter thing? Did you do those during the winter?
1: You know what? Um, well, we okay. We grew up in a small town, having to, and in our driveway and stuff like that. Um, after I uh, graduated from high school. My parents moved um, to a different home, a bigger home, a huge basement. And it wasn't like a, a, you know, as you've seen in the edits, it's not like a, it's not like a refurbish basement with like carpet and TVs. It's just like we store stuff down there, <clears throat> excuse me, and um, we're like, yo, like we need to have a bar down here. Because my parents weren't, we weren't that close to the city. We were about 40-minute drive from Philadelphia. Yeah. So we were like, well, you know, it's raining, we don't, you know, or it's cold. You know, we, we just built stuff in our basement just to have it there. Like we could, like we would, me and Sean would be like playing Halo and be like, yo, want to escape the bar? Like, it's <laughs> like in the morning, all right, sure, let's go. Let's <laughs> do some soul grinds or something. It was just one of those things. Like if you have it, if you have the space to do it, why not? Yeah. But, yeah, it was, goodness, it was good for cold days, but we skated in the summertime, too. Like, it was just so fun for us. Yeah. But, yeah, Chris, Chris Cheshire taught us how to make uh, those. He was, um, like, kind of how it's like a triangular shape, and then the PVC piece sits on top. Yeah. That was, like, his engineering. But, uh, oh, yeah, we love those things. They're fun. They kind of get you, they can build your confidence up with tricks and grinds or whatever. Oh, for sure. But I actually wish I had a slider bar. Now, I don't have, I have a tiny little two-bedroom in Kansas City. There's no slider bar going on in here. (laughs) I wish there was, but no. We have some new cement parks, though. Nice. Yeah, it's amazing to have a little slider bar at your access. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one thing I miss about living with my parents was that that basement was just cool. Like, we, it, we didn't just have slide bars. Like, we had mini golf. We had table tennis, darts. We had a little <laughs> basketball machine. That wasn't too cool because it kind of, like, broke after a while. But, yeah, we had all sorts of things down there. Nice. Yeah. We just like, like, we're like kids that we like to play, you know what I mean? Like, we like to do tricks and play. Like, I have devil sticks down there. Like I Nice. Devil sticks.
0: Fuck. Um, you're, uh, you're breaking <laughs> up a little bit. I'm just going to stop it and, and call you right back, if that's cool. okay, good. Okay, do it. All right. I'll call you right back.
1: Sounds good.
0: Is it better? Um, visually, it's not, but you sound fine. Doesn't matter too much. Okay. Yeah. As long as the audio is all right.
1: Yeah, you're. It, I'm kind of getting the same thing on your end as well. Um, but if it's all good and you give me the thumbs up, we'll keep it moving.
0: Yeah, we'll just keep moving. Okay. Yeah.
1: So where were we? Playing. <laughs> yeah. It's like that's like one of the funnest things to do, and I think. You know, as an adult, like getting older, it's it's important to keep that mentality. Like totally. like you like you and Joey, like you you know, you you guys look like you have a blast on rollerblades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's what it's all about. Like, have fun, like, keep that keep that child alive. And that's another totally. reason like I'll never stop. It's part of my childhood. Yeah. Like I don't want I don't want that little kid to die inside because he's like so happy and It just puts me in a good mood when I can bring that
0: out, you know. Yeah, you don't want him to die. No, you don't. You want to be able to tap into him. That's Mm -hmm. huge. It's like I
1: watch. I'm sorry, go on.
0: Like, that's our natural state. Like, I watch my my little daughter. Like, she's like 15 months, and like the world is like a skate park. Like (laughs) she is, she's mushroom blading all the time, just like with with her body and she's like just grabbing this and that and moving like this. And it's like uh-huh. somewhere along the line, we kind of lose that, like that yes, curiosity and that, that joyfulness, like putting on skates, it really brings you back to being a child. It's like, Whoa, I got these wheels under my feet. And yeah. It's like, Total. What, what can I do? And you just, you, it, it's, you totally tap into being a child again. It's so healthy.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. I don't have any children yet, but I imagine that's a really awesome, amazing, like, inexplainable experience, like watching, like watching, you know, a child that you helped create with another person grow up, and, you know, that's amazing. Hey, congratulations to you.
0: Yeah. And then you, you you wipe some shit off her ass and it's a it's a miracle
1: yeah definitely
0: yeah. <laughs> but, but i think there's so many different ways that we can play mm-hmm. like i definitely want to like my man space is we totally weak like it's basically a storage room right now but eventually i want to get like a foosball table and Make it like a play zone. You, yeah, like yeah. A man boy play zone. Because that is the funnest thing to do is to play. Yeah, yeah. Throw a ball around, throw uh-huh. a foosball, throw darts. Yeah. You know, all that shit. Yeah. That's the funnest thing.
1: Yeah, with your crew. Yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, you should totally. You have the space get get started.
0: Eventually, yeah. That's the plan. Give me a few years. <laughs> Did, are you... We'll that yeah, just uh, I just don't have the time to think yeah. about it. You know, got to prioritize. True. That is true. But you, I'll just totally change the subject right now. You're like one <laughs> of the best thread the needlers out there. Um, do you still bust out the thread the needle?
1: Um, I think I still can. I don't, I don't, like, make a point to try one, like, every time I skate. It's It's been a while. It's a really
0: high energy. That takes a lot of, like, strength and and flexibility to, like, pull that off. (laughs) Like, that's crazy. Should I, should I, should I try to do another one? You definitely should. They're (laughs) sick. You've done, you've done, like, definitely the most tech thread the needle stuff. You did, like, Ally Fish thread the needle out yeah alley mock fakie three thread the needle out Yep, like that's insane yeah <laughs> and
1: that's another thing i don't know if i can do i i mean i guess maybe i could try to like repeat those things but i need I, like for me sometimes it's fun to not do the same things
0: yeah you want to uh, kind of like progress on it or, like add something new right to whatever you did
1: but there's, you know what? I'll, I'll actually, I'll actually uh, run with that. I'll try to do one, and if I get one, I, I'm right now, for the record, I'm dedicating it to you. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: That's amazing.
1: I'll try to. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna put some energy into thinking of. Uh,
0: you know don't be sick. You should do the the aliyup Macchio, fakey three thread the needle out, land uh-huh. one foot, and then you've been like doing like oop toe rolls. So uh-huh. so from the one foot, pop into an oop toe roll for a bit. For a little bit. That'd be sick. I, I, I
1: think that's feasible. That'd be nice. I, I'd have to find the, the right ledge for it, but I think it's totally feasible. For sure. Yeah.
0: For uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> Thread the needle is a hard thing. Joey yeah. Joey can do them pretty good. Yeah. I've, I, I have done, I have done it, but I'm not like really good at it. I have short arms. Mm. You gotta have nice long arms for the thread yeah. <laughs> proportionately like to your body. Like you gotta right. have like arms down to your knees. It makes it a lot <laughs> easier. And in big wheels, they're a lot harder.
2: I'm sorry. What was that?
0: In in big wheels. Oh, in big wheels. They're. What
1: size wheel do you ride?
0: Uh, right now 80s. Damn. I'm gonna be moving up to 90s pretty soon wow yeah slowly moving on up but that makes it really hard to thread the needle like i don't think joey's done it in 80s really it helps to have smaller smaller wheels
1: yeah you know what i recently i put 52 millimeter kryptonics flat on my skate so basically i'm skating with any conquer i saw that it's it's kind of cool for some things, but like any any kind of wheel you're riding has its pros and cons. For sure. You know, but I mean, if you're if you're really good, you can try to like avoid them or whatever. I mean, I I imagine like obviously like if you have really big wheels, it's hard to like backslide a ledge, right? Right. But but it's doable. People yeah. do it. But it's it's really hard. Yeah. Um. But people do it. Yep. Yeah. But um. But yeah, these wheels, I, I think I might, I am not how I feel about them because I, I slipped the other way and hit my hip really hard. Ooh. And it was one of those falls where like I didn't see it coming.
0: Ooh, like you slipped like just skating?
1: Like I jumped over a rail into a bank at a skate park and just wanted to jump over the rail and casually roll down the bank and then hit something else. And I jumped into the bank and just slipped all the way down the ramp on and like hit the flat right under my head, and it kind of gave me one of the Charlie horse type wow. things. I was having trouble walking, I was like limping for a sec.
0: Yeah, that sounds
1: painful. Yeah, yeah it left a little bruised, but whatever. I yeah. mean, it you know, you just shake it off, and you can take it. Yeah, yeah, you're tough. So, yeah, I'm lucky enough, I can still kind of take a pain.
0: Little... Don't hurt, man. I don't care about pain. You're I'm a skater. What was that from? <laughs> Espionage.
1: Espionage. That video was sick.
0: What was it? Nice move, Rob.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's so refreshing to talk to someone that, like, grew up watching the same stuff as me. Like, yeah. it just makes it that much easier.
0: For sure. hmm And it, it is actually really rare. That's, like, one of the awesome things about doing this podcast is that you actually get to talk to people who... Who know some of these references? Yeah, yeah. Like we're oh. these weirdos. Like there are, <laughs> there's no people like in this town. There's like two or three people who I can say, nice move, Rob, and they yeah. <laughs> they know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know.
1: That's funny. Yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool experience. I'm, I'm into it. That's another reason I'll, I'll always want to do it. I'll never stop. Um, oh, you know what? I, you know what's funny? We were having a – and I, I, I got to ask you this to see if you know, and I'm not even sure I know. Yeah. So obviously you look at a wheel, right? Yeah. And it has like, oh, 56mm and the M's 56mm. Yeah. Now the next number you'll see, it might be, for example, 88A.
0: Yeah. What's
1: the A stand for?
0: Oh, that's a good question. And I know it's a hardness. Meeting, yes, but I don't know exactly what does. What is that,
1: it? Yeah, I How don't know good? exactly. Okay, so, so we we were having like a little barbecue today. <laughs> it was uh, like me, Sean Santa Maria, Mike, Lily, my brother, our buddy Candia, um, and Sean Darst, and we were all talking about wheels and like what. Is, and I'm here. I'm looking it up right now, but um, apparently the like for example the A represents. Um, like the like the hardness like you said yeah and this guy albert f shore invented the shore durometer or something and pardon me i'm not like exactly a hundred percent sure on the ins and outs of urethane science but um (laughs) anyway this guy albert f shore was born in like 1876 and he invented the system to to like measure the hardness. Whoa. And I'm pretty sure the A stands for Albert. Whoa. Yeah. Like 88 Alberts. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that's cr- that's really crazy. Yeah. But dropping uh, drop knowledge on this podcast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What you was his what? name,
1: Albert? Albert F. Short. Look at... Dude, this picture of this guy is so... It needs to be like someone, some company. I'm telling you, you make a t-shirt and print this guy's... Just the picture of him printed on this shirt, that's going to (laughs) sell. It's It's so sick. That's a great idea.
0: It's insane how many humans have contributed to the development of of roll-blading technology. Like urethane and the wheel and bearings... And right. even, like, plastic to, to make a mold, like, we, ju- we just can just go to a shop or order it online and it just arrives at our house, this, this right. boot. But, like, for humans to get to a point where they could put wheels on their feet and it work, like, yeah. normally, like, that's a long, that took us a long time to figure out. Like, we we're, oh, yeah. were lucky to just have it. We're just yeah. spoiled
1: brats. This guy. I mean, you have to see this picture. Oh my god! Can I send you a picture over this?
0: I can look. What is, is his name? Is Albert?
1: Yeah. Look. Look up Albert F. Shore images, and it's this. He's like a young guy in a suit, and this is before people were smiling in photographs. So he's got this real serious look on his. Oh, it's awesome.
0: So it's Albert F. F. Short?
1: F. Shore, like S. H. O. R. E, like like seashore. Like E. F. Short like. F- oh, I'm just. I F- can text sure. Did you get that little text I just sent you?
0: I did. Albert That's, F. Okay, the uh, yeah. F is an initial. I thought you were yes. saying like F sure, like one word F. <laughs> sure. Okay. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm speaking fast or something. Oh, so it's this black and white photo. <laughs>
1: Albert F. Shore. <laughs> Look this guy up, dude. Yeah. Someone print his someone print this photograph on a shirt right now.
0: Wow, so he invented the hardness measure that we all refer to as like a like 8- right. 88A. Albert F. Yeah. Shore.
1: You know, what? I mean, I've been close I've been skating for close to 20 years and today was the first day I questioned what the A was.
0: Yeah, good on you. I never have. I just, you know, <laughs> I knew it was hardness. So I just left it at that. I never Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> so you uh, yeah. So you think it's it's just na- it's like 88 alberts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> because cause I was like I was like what does the A mean or whatever and all I could find was like the shore shore scale or something, shore durometer scale or something like that. Huh. So I'm just like, well, what would A be? Maybe it's his first name. His name's like starts with an A. I don't think. I mean, maybe it's a coincidence, but maybe not. You know? Yeah. Like I said, I don't know if it's exactly 100, percent but I'm. I kind of. I kind of want it to be Albert now.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would that would work.
1: <laughs> Yo, what do you got? I got 56 millimeter, 88 Albert,
0: 88 Albert. <laughs> F shores. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is is technology something you think about? Like, do you do you think about skates, and do you have like any ideas for what could be good for skates, or um, is that something
1: you think about? Or honestly, not too much. Um, maybe at a time I did, but I don't have any influence on how skates get designed, and I never will. So I could think about it, but I don't even, first off, I don't even think I would be a good candidate to like design something. Yeah. But, and, and on top of that, I don't think I'd ever have a chance. So it's like one of those things where I'm like, eh, I, I like to skate. I'm skating anti SSMs, they feel good. I um, toe cut them a little extra, heel cut them. Throw an eight and a half liner in a six seven shell and it fits like a nine. Yeah. So I like them. They're good. They they allow me to do what I want to do. Um, but again, at the end of the day, you know, like the, you know, you can make a skate good, and some skates might be better quality than others. But it's really like in you, like you're you're making the skates do the work. So if if it's in you to perform, I feel like you can make pretty much an skate perform to a certain degree. To a certain degree. Yeah.
0: I think, uh, like, uh, I hang out with a lot of people who really like obsess and think a lot about the technology and like, how can we improve or experiment with this and experiment with that? And I can see the value in it. I think that's important, (laughs) but I also appreciate someone like who (laughs) doesn't obsess over it and can just, you know, just, just um, really accept what they have and and okay this is what I'm dealing with and not like overthink mm-hmm. what's on their feet too much because um, I've been in both places where I can just like shut it off and not criticize or like be too hyper aware of it and it, yeah. it and it makes skating more enjoyable almost it's like when you're too when you're thinking too much about the technology it kind of like mm-hmm. um, distracts you from
1: we need people to think about the technology. That's totally so it's a good thing. Doesn't I mean when you say you have, you know people, Leon's pretty heavily involved in some skate technology, correct?
0: Yeah, big time. Yeah, he uh he just he's he, he made a frame. He made a frame? Yeah. Are
1: made, they, they be out right
0: now? No. It's uh he's just he just made a few prototypes. And he's been skating it and I tried out his frame and he's just like kind of given them out to people to try and like get feedback on but mm-hmm. it's like super wizard shit like it's really it's good. <laughs> like um he kind of looked at like how how wheels wear down mm-hmm. like if you were to skate flat for a certain amount of time each wheel would wear a certain way. Mm-hmm. So we kinda looked at that and he made a frame that is not only rockered, but each wheel is at a specific height that where that would where they would naturally wear to. Oh, you know? wow. So basically it's like it's like you have like a, a well-worn flat frame mm-hmm. or rockered frame or whatever, only you have brand new wheels. So you put them on and it's just like oh, yeah, I, I, it feels like I've been skating these for, for months. They feel perfect, but, oh, I have brand-new wheels, you know?
1: Wow. So, That's interesting. I'm, I'm curious to know how he, like, how he handles his experiment for that. Like how, like, how did he even test out, like, changing the heights and finding out what works? I'm, I mean, the trial and error that must have went into that. Unbelievable. Yeah. he uh,
0: he, kind of, he kind of nailed it the first time. Um, I guess just from obs- simply observing the way that the, each wheel wears down, uh-huh. you kind of said, okay, like that's kind of how it should be, you know, because that's how they wear. Uh-huh. And, and, and in a way, it also makes it um, each wheel wears down less because if you think about it, like there's always certain wheels that wear down the most if you're riding flat. But if if they're already at a height and a and like the way that they're gonna wear down too, then they're not gonna wear down as much.
1: Oh wow! Because See, that's that's a concept I would have never even thought of. Yeah, that's really like original. That's that's clever. Hey, my hat goes off to Leon for. For doing that. I'm sure that's going to benefit a lot of people down the road and maybe even inspire other frame companies to adhere to that standard, you know?
0: Yeah, it's like a new kind of. I mean, there's anti rocker, there's flat rocker, there's rockered, and Mm -hmm. this is kind of a new. There's no frame that's uh, designed like that where each wheel is at a specific height, you know? It's very smart.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Kudos to him. Yeah. So, he, he owns ShopTask, huh? Yeah. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, and he has, I think, five shops now.
1: ShopTask has more than one location.
0: Yeah, it has like five. Really? Yeah, it started... Oh, gosh. The first one was in I Vancouver. Yeah. And there's one in... I think there's one in Calgary. One in oh. one in Quebec, I think. hmm One in Seattle. Um it might be 4, might be 3 in Canada, 1 in the states, but yeah, it's it's incredible what he's done. Yeah. With shop task. That's awesome. Yeah. Started out yeah. like um out of out of out of his car, out of the trunk of his car. I oh. remember it there was a shop when I first moved to Vancouver, there was a shop called Outline mm-hmm. in Vancouver and that was like the main shop it had been there for like 12 years or something and leon had had moved there around the same time and there was all this like drama about who do you su- like you should support line and not like this shop task dude selling shit out of his trunk and you know there was like the yeah. the shop task supporters and the line supporters
1: okay so there's a little rivalry
0: yeah yeah well,
1: that's good. that's good for business and oh totally it, it,
0: cuz it's like you know, this shop has been around for over a decade. It's like this this scumbag comes into town selling shit <laughs> out of his trunk, it's like, who do you support? you know? It's like, fuck that yeah. guy, you know. Shop from Out of Line. And then slowly, like, he just he was so passionate about skating and he was actually the guy out at the sessions, you know, skating and he knew about the products. This other guy that ran it was called Out of Line. He wasn't, you know, he was just an old business dude, not that into skating. Okay. And eventually, he just couldn't compete with this kid who was, like, ultra passionate about roll blading. And yeah. that was Leon, and Line eventually went out of business, and Leon took over. Wow. He's been slowly taking over the rest of the planet this whole time.
1: That's awesome. Good. Yeah. I mean, a skate shop, it, it does wonders for, um like the skate community that lives by the skate shop. It's very important. Uh, you, know, I, I, you know, I'm at the age where my foot has stopped growing. You know, um, I know what size I need. Um, but, I mean, some young kids that want to switch skates or their foot's still growing, it kind of sucks that if you don't have a skate shop near you, you have to order online and just yeah. hope that you get the right size.
2: Oh man! Like I
1: imagine that turn off a lot of people from wanting to like purchase skates. Yeah. And now I know that there's a lot of business going into this sort of thing, and I and I'm no expert, but I'm, I'm just curious. Could you, is there a way shop owners could set up some type of program where people could like try a skate, like try a couple skates on, and then send them back? And yeah. I'm sure that would be very expensive, but it. I, I don't know. Like I'm real big about trying stuff on in person before spending a couple hundred bucks on it.
0: Exactly. And and it's huge to have someone at the shop who actually knows what they're talking about. You know, someone who has has a lot of experience with it and can ask you questions like, "What are you plan? How are you planning on using these? Like, what do you want to do? Like, are you gonna?" Be skating around the seawall? Are you gonna be skating cones? Or are you gonna be going to the skate park? Like, what what do you want out of these? You know, and, and that's a huge barrier for roll blading because it is more specific what you need from that person. Like, if you're getting a scooter, mm-hmm. a scooter is a scooter. I mean, I know there's there's probably variances in the technology, but it's not like it needs to fit your foot. It it's not like you know. And a skateboard is a skateboard, so it's easy. Yeah. You really need that specialized uh, customer service thing oh, for sure. W- when you're just getting into it. I mean, yeah, you and me, like we've been doing it forever. So mm-hmm. it's like we know what, what we want. We can kind mm-hmm. of figure it out. But someone who's just getting into it, they need that. <laughs> they need a pro yeah. at the shop who, you
1: yeah. know. And, and, and when Sean and I were coming up and buying skates, as like young kids, like we had the luxury of a skate shop. In fact, there were two skate shops like by us, you know, and that that's really important. So again, hats to off to Leon. I hope his skate shops grow, and you know, it's it it seems like he found a business model. Yeah. That worked. Totally. Um, good for him because I know owning a skate shop from from what I've heard is no easy task.
0: No. No, it's yeah, a lot of people fail. Mhm. not a, a lot of failure, but yeah, he's just insane. He's a hard worker and he's just obsessed with what he does. Yeah, that's so, a awesome. uh, It's great. You know, it's uh we're we're really lucky to have people like him. I would
2: that for yeah.
0: Sure. <laughs> I wouldn't have had the the courage to like take a leap like that and just like run with it the way he has like it's insane. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's risky, but that's awesome. That's really great that he's doing well.
2: Yeah.
1: I um, really um, like this crab walk true fish was so sick.
0: Crab walk to f- t- true fish. Yeah, remember? Did Leon do a crab walk true fish? Yeah. What?
1: Did it prove itself too? On the quarter pipe?
0: In the, on the quarter pipe. Remind me, in what what edit? Leon
1: rolls up crab walk stance, surfs up quarter pipe, and then jumps real high in the air. And oh
0: yeah, it. okay, yeah, that was yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> that was so
1: sick. Yeah,
0: that was incredible. Yeah, that was the last trick in Prove Yourself too. What was you, the, you know,
1: it's the pain. Um, like our weird vocabulary for, like, trick names. Like, do you call that a crab walk? Like, what do you call that? Yeah. I've heard black frogs and crab walk. Like, heard all kinds of weird things.
0: Uh, I know it as a crab walk. I think most people refer to it as, as a crab walk. But, uh, yeah, there's a couple different names for that one. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I think uh, Frank Stoner had a certain name for it. In Austin, they call it... Uh open for business. I think it's open, for, open. business. <laughs> open for business. Wow. <laughs> that, that, e- that trick is like is getting more popular. <laughs> I think <laughs> people, people are knowing it as the crowd walk now. You
1: know what my brother like he like when he messes up and like he's gonna like fall or like he's spinning off and not able to complete the rotation he instantly goes in crab walk mode to like save himself from a fall. Yeah, I do the <laughs> same thing. Do you do you? Like if you're
0: not if you're not gonna make the spin, like yeah. if, if you're gonna do like a ninety, you can uh-huh. you can like save yourself by just going into a crab walk. And it's better That's than like funny. just hitting like sideways and then slamming on your hip. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Like sure. But I saw... I think I saw a vine. It looks so funny. Yeah. (laughs) I think I saw a vine. Your brother did like a crab walk and then sweat stance or mizu to rail.
1: No, it was a tabernacle.
0: It was a tabernacle.
1: Yeah, and the thing was, we were saying, oh, he did crabby to tabby to crabby. (laughs) Sick. Crabby to tabby. (laughs) It's like that yeah, was well, funny. He's, yeah. he's a goof. He can do weird stuff like. That.
0: <laughs> do you fuck around with the crab walk at all?
1: Um, I mean, I've not not anywhere near the level of that.
0: Yeah, I've never seen you incorporate the crab walk
1: into any no. kind of a trick. No. <laughs> I don't know. It's. Like, when when Leon did it, though, it was like, whoa, that was really sick. Yeah. Like, every time I've seen it, I've, like, thought of a, it was, like, a gag move. Yeah, it's pretty dorky. Like, it's a pretty... But, but I think Leon's was cool. Like, really cool. Like, it, it actually looked, like, natural, and, like, I didn't think... Like, I was like, that was really sick. Yeah. Like, I was really impressed with it. For sure. Like, it was one of those it was like one of the tricks that made me go oh my god like out loud like cause he had some height too he didn't just roll into the true fish he was yeah and slapped it in there held it and controlled it to forward I was like oh my goodness yeah it was like, mad that,
0: ninja I'm- and he before doing it, he launched like a pyramid and landed in the tranny in crab walk. That's, and then uh, I did right. a quarter pipe, so it was like a full line. Like yeah, it was yeah. it was sick. <laughs> I love I love it when people do kind of a dorky a move that's like you know dorky like a crab walk, but they do something so sick with it that it it is like. Anyone who's watching, even if they're like, oh, crab walks are dorky, they see that trick and they're like, oh, that was so sick. You know, and it totally changes the way they think about a crab walk or, like, some dorky trick when someone takes it and does something, like,
1: really amazing with it. Exactly. I mean, it just goes to show you again, like, there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's pretty much, like, how you do it. Yeah. You could take, you could do any trick. Curious. Maybe this might sound far-fetched. I don't know, but I'm I'm sure sidewalks could look cool. Oh yeah. House. I don't know. Maybe. Why not? Why not?
0: Yeah. Well, my friend, my friend Danny. You know Danny Beer from Canada.
1: Of course I know Danny Beer. He's really talented and he puts out cool edits. Yeah. I've He's... spoken to him through Facebook before. Great guy. Nice. No, yeah. Guy.
0: He's a really awesome guy. But it. Yeah. He put out. He put out a Vine, like a little teaser of something that he's working on, and it had a sidewalk, and it looked really, really sick. I don't have Vine. You, you're not on I, Vine? No, I don't. What is it? I don't it, even know
1: what it is.
0: It's it's six second videos. Okay. It's like uh, it's like Instagram, but it's just videos. Okay. Just short videos that like loop. Ah. Oh. Um. It hasn't taken off as much as I thought it was going to. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of people on it. But uh, it's fun. And the fun thing is, like, they're short little videos that just load super fast mm-hmm. on your phone. And you can just scroll through. It's really interesting, actually. I've spent some time just, like, looking at roller, like the hashtag rollerblading. Okay. And there'll be, like, really <laughs> weird videos of, like, girls in their basement like trying rollerblades oh my goodness and like weird things of like dudes like making fun of rollerblading, but it's like these really funny videos like for that it's really cool Mm -hmm. but uh instagram video is kind of taking over yeah the video i could see that well does
1: does danny have um this trailer online
0: um it was yeah i think it was on his instagram it was a thing for um did you watch uh, fishing clips?
2: Yeah, yeah, course.
0: yeah. It was a good video. But the oh. guy, the guy who made that, they're working on a new video called Timbits Blading.
2: Okay. And it's uh, coming out
0: soon. I think it's coming out. I don't know, like, I think they're filming now, so maybe in the fall or something. I'm not totally sure, but Timbits Blading has an Instagram account, and they post like trailers or like clips of what they filmed. And they're really good,
1: like I'm weird, weird, to, weird stuff. I wonder if I follow some. I'm gonna go. Well, I'm not gonna do it now. I'm gonna what? Uh, type it to me in the little bar down there and send sure. it to. Sure. Yeah. I'm gonna look them up and follow them. Timbits
0: blading. Yeah, I'm stoked because I really liked uh, fishing clips.
1: Does that have anything to do with Tim Hortons? Yeah. That's that place is cool. I've been to Canada a couple times, and I need... Mean, at tim hortons have you <laughs>
0: yeah tim that hortons is, is pretty actually, sweet yeah. <laughs> yeah it's total like apparently uh, like f- looking at the instagram it seems like a lot of them like work at tim hortons oh really I- i'm not sure yeah it seems like it <laughs> like a lot of them are like employees at tim hortons and then they like are making this video <laughs> okay.
1: what's the bits tim bits, tim bits blading I'm saying I get, like, the reference of Tim.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. So Timbits, they're like, because uh, it's a donut shop, so Timbits are, like, little balls of donut. Okay. So you'll get, like, a a pack of 12 Timbits, and they're, like, just little balls that are donuts.
1: Yeah, yeah. Called Timbits. Uh, I think Dunkin' Donuts has something like that, but they call them munchkins, I think.
0: Yeah. I you
1: think have,
0: so. Dunkin' Donuts in Canada, right? Um, Dunkin', I think we do. They're definitely not super popular because, like, Timbits is or Tim Hortons yeah. owns the the donut market. Yeah, but, they're uh, all <laughs> We have Robin's Donuts. I think we have Dunkin's Donut. Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I I get what you're saying. though. so Tim Timbits are these little awesome donuts. Mm-hmm things that are super delicious and yeah like bite
0: size yeah yeah balls ten
1: yeah this plate so do they, do they like eat a bunch of timbits and then strap the blades on and...
0: well we'll have to wait and, and see the video
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, not yeah. exactly sure <laughs> i'm intrigued i'm like what how are they gonna put this in or does it have relevance i don't know yeah either way it's got my interest for sure yeah <laughs> Danny the, good. Anything he puts out is really cool to watch, so... Oh, uh, for sure. Already sold. Yeah. I'm just curious on
0: the... <laughs> curious on what? A
1: little what? mystery never hurts.
0: Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Danny is, like, the, the nicest, happiest little dude ever. <laughs> he's he, great. He's that way. I, I
1: don't know if I've met him in
0: person. There's, like... He's from, um... He's from Newfoundland. There's, like, a thing... Where you just know that like, people from Newfoundland are just like really friendly. Yeah. They're they're all just like really nice people, <laughs> or at least like that's the consensus like around Canada. It's like Newfies. They're like really friendly and cool, and, and some of them have like weird accents. Uh
2: huh.
0: Yeah, but Danny's a Newfie. and like yeah, he's super friendly and. Now, just geographically speaking.
1: Where where is where is this town?
0: So Newfoundland is way on the uh east coast of Canada.
1: Northern East Coast?
0: Um I think like kinda of mid. Mid? Okay. Yeah. Like mid Canadian east coast. So yeah. Huh? Northern to to Americans. But um Yeah, they're really far away. Canada's a huge country. Yeah. Yeah. But Danny is actually living in Vancouver now. Vancouver. I don't know that. Which is on the west. I def-
1: that's... Okay, that's... Oh, wow. So that's quite a move for him.
0: Yeah, it's a complete other side of Canada.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've had fun in Canada before. I mean, I haven't traveled at all too much, but I've definitely been to Toronto. That's a cool town. Really neat town. And I've always liked Montreal.
0: Yeah, I've, I've never been to Montreal. I really want to go. to... Everyone says really good I, things I about Montreal. I kind of surprised,
1: but I, but I guess you know, you know if, like you said, I mean, Canada's huge.
0: Yeah, I've been. That's fun, though. Yeah, you uh, you haven't been traveling that much. I get, like it's weird for me to talk to you because you're saying that you're like you're not um, you're not really involved with the industry these days not not at all like you're one of the best you you are like you're at the top of the chain when it like in my head it's like Colin Kelso it's like Chris Haffey Colin Kelso Brian Shima like you are like I don't want to blow I've blown a lot of smoke up your ass but to be honest, oh, like, that's how, I, that's how I feel. So it's, it's weird to hear you say, like, you, that you're not in the industry. Um,
1: Maybe they think I'm, like, a liability or something. Or I, I mean, it's, it's, it's also my own fault, though. I don't have the time.
0: Right. You know? But you, like, pro- I... you're, you produce just as much of, as the
1: dudes that are in the limelight. Yeah, I, I you know, but there's, like, certain expectations. They want you to travel, um, you know, there's, there's pressure to produce content, of course, as there yeah. should be. Um, I'm, and you know what? At the end of the day, like, the math doesn't really add up. Like, for me, being 29 years old, like, I want to set up a future so that I can skate. Because once skating ends, it's not transferable. Yeah. Like, it's not transferable. Like, like I just told you, man, I went from being a bus boy at 15 to going through this whole thing of skating where I was getting like international recognition, and guess what I'm doing? Bussing tables after I'm done. It's not transferable. Right. Well, I shouldn't speak in absolutes. Maybe for some people it might be. For me, it wasn't. And I don't think my story is going to be too much different for a lot of people. Yeah. No, it's not. From from what I've gathered, it isn't transferable. And you know what? If you're not sponsored and you're not having that anymore, you're going to be working a restaurant gig. You're going to be working retail. You're going to be doing some kind of manual labor. Chances are they're going to want you on weekends. Yeah. And how? the best days to skate are Saturday and Sunday because businesses are – or closed or limited hours on those days, you know? So, like, yeah. the best time to go out in the streets and skate is on the weekend. So the way I look at it, like, I'm, I'm in a position where I'm setting myself up to continue skating. Like, I get to have my comfortable life, I'm building a future, and I have weekends off. Yeah. Like, in, in a lot of ways, I look at it like landing a good career was was the next natural step to stay involved totally um, so I, I you know in that sense um, that's what I'm doing to stay afloat that's what I'm doing to maintain and and you know keep having some time to go out with my brother and make stuff happen you know on our own terms and there's yeah. no pressure and I like it like that I actually like this this better than I did as a sponsored skate. totally so I, I, you know um, cause I'm not Worried about a check. I don't I don't worry about any type of finances. Like, everything is covered with what I'm getting at my at my job. So um, all I have to do is just be a good employee, be a good worker, you know, keep evolving and trying to do, do better, which I am. And then I skate on the weekend. Yeah. And that's, I like it like that. It's simple. I love the Midwest too. I have a very simple, um, pretty easy life out here right now.
0: Yeah, that's perfect.
1: Yeah, so that's what it is. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm
0: happy that you've uh, you've found that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I,
0: I'm. It's huge. It's,
1: sorry, go on.
0: Yeah, it's just uh, it just it. Well, that just it it seems very simple, mm-hmm. um, and very attainable for most people to to do that. But what it's rare though for to to hear what what your experience is, to hear what your how you're approaching it. It is rare that people would mm-hmm. say, "Yeah, I've, I got a job, I got a career, and I'm I'm skating and I'm loving skating, and it's all like." balanced it's like it's like people for so long looked at it as like all or nothing all or nothing like it's like they were either a pro blader or they just were oh i'm work i I work a job now Mm -hmm. but it's like no like you can combine those two things and it can even be more advantageous for your skating to have a balanced life oh yeah um and you might not have as much freedom as, like, a pro skater lifestyle, but you still have ample
1: time to do what you want to do. And Yeah. And, you know, what? When, when I had a lot of free time, when I, like, I was just, like, getting by, if you will, from uh, my skate checks, you know, I was like, oh, well, I got all day to do this. I'm not gonna do anything. I'm gonna go do whatever I want, whatever feels comfortable. And it wasn't wasn't that motivating. But now that I'm I have I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket. I'm like, you know, trying to balance work and skating. It's like, oh my god, like I have a free chance to skate. I'm gonna take it. Whereas in the past, when you have all this free time, you you might you might not take it because you might not value it as much. Yeah it's when like your time is tied up For everybody you know that's my own personal experience so you know when you hear me say that take is that
0: uh, yeah uh, there is a lot of truth in that um, but do you ever do you ever wish you had more time do you ever feel like well I could do I could do more if I had like more time to do
1: this I have a to lot do- of time to skate I really yeah. do I, I'm not even going to lie like I have I can if I'm not traveling with my job over, overnight um, I usually can make it home between five and six I might because I have to log what I do I, I do a little bit of administrative work outside the calling on my offices so I'll, I can get that done um, in half an hour to an hour and then I can go hit a park with the boys or whoever, and have an hour to skate. Come home, cook myself dinner, maybe watch some cart. I'm a cartoon guy. I love Seth MacFarlane's comedy. I think he's funny. Like I watch my shows, and I go to bed, and I get up the next day, and I go to work. And that's that's pretty much my routine. You know, it's a, it's a very predictable, simple life. Um, and I, and I'm telling you, I enjoy it. I'm, I'm as long as I'm skating, you know at the end of the day and I can provide for myself as an independent person I'm happy yeah so okay. oh
0: yeah that's exciting
1: it is it's definitely exciting
0: um, I mean it's like it's exciting in a mundane normal kind of predictable kind of way it's 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 uh it's refreshing mm-hmm and and and, like it's almost like this is my experience but like when you're when you're when you're growing up it's almost like you look at that life as uh as kind of a failure as kind of like you don't you don't want that or you don't realize how good that can be you're like no i want to i want to be a rock star i want to like avoid a real job i don't want a real job i want to like be a skater or or this and that, um, So to hear someone say like, yeah, I'm, I, I do that and it works. You know that's that, that's new in a way.
1: Well, you know, I mean we're remember how you said roller look at rollerblading as um, a, a person. You know, it's like probably well, I forget the age you said, like a young 20s maybe or something like that. You know what I mean? I think
0: I've used that analogy a couple times, and I've said that it's at a different age. But yeah, it's like a, it's like a, teenager, right now, maybe young twenties, you know, early twenties.
1: Yeah, and, and you know what? You're starting to see rollerbladers become fathers for the first time. You know, like it it, it is new because rollerblading is still a new thing. Right. I think um you're gonna see more people, um, you know, doing like finding good careers not living like uh, i don't know what the word for it is like like rock stars or whatever just like the like the couch surfing like the living with tons of like male roommates that are partying all the time like you're gonna see guys like become homeowners have like stable careers like it's just starting now you know i think it's Maybe it's a rare thing now, but I, I feel as, we, as time goes on, it won't be so rare. It'll be like an, almost a norm. Yeah. Because I really, I don't personally, for myself, I don't see any other way that I could continue to skating if I wasn't making this move. Yeah. I think it's important for me to, to stay involved. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I know a lot of guys are still hanging on to it for sure and trying to make it work and whatnot, and it's 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 a risky move it's a risky life move because like i said if if you decide that you know it's time to hang them up and move on from sponsorship there's really not going to be too much available for for a person with your you know quote unquote skill set or lack thereof yeah um most employers aren't going to be like, oh, you've rollerbladed for 15 years? Yeah, come on, come, you're hired. <laughs> I'm like, no, you're, you know. Like, okay, I'm telling you, they wouldn't even let me serve tables, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't even let me serve tables. They're like, wait, you worked in a restaurant when? When you were 15? Mm-hmm. How old are you? 27? You've been skating? Uh, you, we have a busboy position yeah you want that yeah. but it was honestly it was one of the best experiences that ever happened to me yeah. and, and yet not for nothing I was a damn good bus boy I anything that you know is worth doing it's worth doing well and I I, I put my all into that and I love the restaurant it's a little uh, uh, Mexican uh, restaurant in the plaza Kansas City called Zocalo yeah. the people there are nice they make good food, and they gave me my start in Kansas City, so I'll always be grateful to those people. Nice. <laughs> but it was, it was kind of humiliating a little bit, but it was humbling, and it taught me a lot about who I am and how I need to change my ego if, if I'm going to move forward and be a productive member of society, blah, blah, blah. For sure. But it was good. It was good, man.
0: Humiliation is very healthy. It's I a good thing so to experience sure. for anybody. Like, it's good to recognize that you know you're just a person. Right. And I, I like I think um, I think Joey's article was really good for that, for kind of slapping people in the face and saying like. That's
2: why I loved it.
0: Like, uh, this is like if you step outside of it, it's like this is what you are to people in in to people's mom to people's parents like you know to the world like you mm-hmm. you really are a piece of shit like there's a there's a there's a small following around the world that think you're awesome and they really you are awesome you are awesome how like the things that you do yeah affect a small group of people really intensely but to to the world you know you're a piece of shit, and it's <laughs> it's good to recognize that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is, and you know what? When, when, like I've seen, um, I haven't talked to him. Um, obviously, you know that this is the first time I'm talking to you, but um, I like I said, like I can kind of get how you guys are through your videos and your podcast, and like while I was reading it, like I picture him like kind of like laughing and being like kind of like sarcastic and like like some I feel some people took it like really offensive but it was it was almost like playful and like kind of funny to me. Yeah. you know what I mean like I didn't I, I didn't think he was like sitting there like hitting the keys like angry fucking you know? rollerblading yeah yeah like I don't think he was on 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 that kind of level with that's why you know I, look, I looked at it and I just was like wow this is this is really awesome I like that piece it was really cool
0: that's really good to hear I'm happy because like A lot of, like, I got a, I woke up this morning, I had a message on my phone from someone who was like, yo, I just wanted to let you know that I unliked the mushroom blading Facebook page. I, I, I love everything that you guys do, but I read that article that Joey wrote, and I'm done with you motherfuckers. (laughs) Yeah. And I've had a few, I've had a few messages like this where people are just so offended that, that we would, well, that he would write that and we would like put that up that they're just like, yo, like I'm done. And, and I was kind of going back, like in my head, I was kind of thinking about responses to, to it all day and I haven't written them back, but I think I'm just going to write back like best of luck to you. Like you're always welcome. That's it. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and that was kind of the point of the article was kind of to push back. I think people need to be poked a little bit i need to feel they need to feel whatever they're feeling when they read it right i mean slap in the face it's like you being a busboy again it's just like it's painful but it's so healthy you know mm
1: Hmm. i needed it 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 was a complete 360 degrees you know like i was kind of being like a selfish unreasonable person like caught up in whatever I thought I had going on. And in the real world, it really wasn't a big deal. Like I had made it out in my head. So yeah, it was, it was definitely, um, definitely a changing, definitely a positive change yeah. for me. That was crucial to like, get me to the point I'm at now. But um, oh, you know what, I, j- I had a thought in my head. I can't remember what I was gonna say. I hate when this happens. That sucks. Well, anyway, don't don't wait for me to think of it. It, it might come back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 happy that you liked the article.
1: Yeah, it was cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, that that um, you know what? I think it's important. Back to to how you were saying, people need to be poked a little bit. But yeah, like it's important, like. Not just with your rollerblading passion, but anything you do in life, you should be at least willing to hear someone else's point of view and and be able to accept critique. And in, any, in all walks of life, like it's an important thing to have it in my opinion because it shows that you're rational, you're willing to take critique, you can be objective. Like if you're just gonna say, "Oh my God, like I hate that, like right off the bat, without really putting too much thought into it, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't doesn't really say much about the person.
0: Well, yeah, it, you're you're closing yourself off to a certain way of thinking, because right. you're just being defensive.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's so important to be able to take critique and criticism, yeah. and say, okay, you didn't like this. Why didn't you like it? Or at least, at least take it in and and try to learn some something from it right but to automatically just be defensive and like oh this is pathetic this is what the fuck is this guy thinking you're closing yourself off to a certain level of to a certain like a lot of people think that yeah yeah. whether you fucking like it or not like most people look at what you're doing and they're like look at this weirdo on fucking rollerblades right right and and you can choose not to focus on that And that's fine Go out and have a good time And not, don't dwell on it Don't worry about it To the point where What you're doing isn't fun But don't uh, pretend that That perception doesn't exist And don't pretend that You're something you're not
1: Right No, I agree And, and at the end of the day it's, it's creating awareness About the matter And honestly I think he should be Getting applauded for it Not hate I'm, But I'm sure some people Do like it Oh yeah,
0: a lot of people liked it. Well, a few. Yeah. You know? But I think uh, definitely a, a lot of people, even if they didn't love it, they didn't hate it. They just yeah, were yeah. like, "Oh, <laughs> like, weird." You know? And then watched some porn and jerked it off or whatever yeah. they did afterwards. <laughs> like, who cares? But uh, it's great that. It's great that someone with within role playing said those things. I mm-hmm. think. And, and and his message, when I read it, it was really actually pro-rollerblading. It was, oh, it sure. was saying, like, let's be more rollerblading. Mm-hmm. Let's be more of what we are and really own it. Let's oh, yeah. be more rollerblading than than we have been. That's all it was. Like.
1: I pulled that away from it myself. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was pro-rollerblading.
0: Yeah. I think the future is very rollerblading. <laughs> <laughs> I think rollerblading is going to get way more rollerbladingy. Yeah, in the future.
1: I like can see that.
0: When I imagine what skating's going to be like uh, 10 years from now, I think it's going to be very extremely rollerblading. Yeah. If that if that means anything.
1: Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean look at what it was 10 years ago right now. Yeah. Like that's not stopping.
0: No. So what's next?
1: I can't really imagine what it's going to be, but but like you said, yeah. It it's it'll probably go that route. I mean, I'm I'm kind of like one of those guys though now that I'm kind of like caught up in like what I do. Like I have certain things that I do, I guess, certain like I, I, I mean, it's no secret I like skating ledges. Yeah, love ledges. I like finding stuff like that. But um, yeah, I mean I, that's like one of the like like oh where you wanna skate, Connor? Oh, I don't know. Oh, is there some good ledges around or <laughs> something? Like I just wanna... <laughs> I don't know. But I'm curious. I'm excited to see where it goes myself though. Um, I don't know how much of a contributing. You know, person I'll be to it, but I'll be out there doing oh, fuck something. Fuck that!
0: You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna be you. You're gonna contribute.
1: <laughs> we'll see. I, I'm gonna try to do a, a thread the needle for you. Yeah. I'll try to put a new twist on that.
0: aliyup Machio, fakey three thread the needle to alley-oop Toe Roll.
1: All right. It would be cool to hot if there's like like um like after the toe roll, maybe I could like drop off like a curb or like a ledge or Ooh. something. Now you're talking a okay. little. Dude, you know, or if I there's another I... little
0: curb so you could toe roll into an alp sole from it.
1: Oh wow. Yeah. You guys were doing some cool stuff on this one. Um, I was watching Big Wheels with Sean because he he hadn't seen it yet, and I loved that video. Like I really thought that was cool. There was this one obstacle you guys were skating though. It was like. Um, it was, like, under a bridge, I think, maybe, but it was, like, yeah. a bank. It was, like, a ledge, and there was, like, a bank on top of the ledge. And you guys were, like, rolling up, and then, like, I don't even know what these tricks are called, like, but you were doing, like, some tricks, and it would, like, slap into the ledge. Yeah. Like, I think Joey did something where he did, like, soul rolled up, like, did what joey does and then slapped it into his soul and i was like oh my god yeah yeah he also did this thing i think he like surfed around on like one foot and then dropped into the soul yeah
0: yeah that shit was incredible yeah a
1: few people have commented on that trick yeah really sick but I, I just thought that was cool. Um, you know what I wanted to ask you too? Do you know how when you have like the khaki cargo shorts and the red <laughs> shirt on, is, were you like like uh, inspired by like a Latimer outfit? Um, not consciously, no. But do you know like that like clips of him wearing like black oxygen's and like those big khaki cargo shorts with the red shirt? I do. Like, now yeah, that you mention yeah. it, I totally it's like. Damn, like he looks like Latimer right now.
0: Yeah, like. <laughs> I totally know what you're saying. Maybe on a subconscious level, I channeled that, but I didn't consciously. I wasn't consciously like, yeah, I look like Latimer with my yeah, khaki yeah. shorts. But uh But I think the old schoolers have a have an appreciation for the khaki shorts that, oh, yeah. that the young bucks don't really understand. <laughs> <laughs> They're sick. Yo, you
1: guys had. That, that, they're just real entertaining edits, like, that one, like, when you have, like, rollerblades on your hands, and, like, you're, (laughs) like, in this, like, the face you're making. It's like, oh, my God, like, I just love, like, I love how, like, you mix that sort of thing in with, like, pretty much the style you guys invented. Like, I liked how there's, like, these, like, comical moments where you're like not taking it seriously like you're having fun and you're like making people laugh i loved um like when you were playing with the tire too like kicking it around jumping and like dude that was sick like i just love that stuff
0: yeah there, uh, there's definitely more to be done with the tire that tire that we got because we had it in our heads like we got to bring out a tire one day for the session.
1: (laughs) The video is called Big Wheels. Like, there's this big wheel like you're just, I don't know, there's just so many amazing, like really intelligent things that you guys did whether you knew it or subconsciously did it, like you did it and it it just worked and flowed well. Like, and you guys put out content all the time. Like, you guys are like, you must produce pretty quick, I'd imagine.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. We don't have a lot of time. We we joke that we have the highest like, time, just the, the the time of edits that we put out, mm-hmm. ratio to time that we spend skating. We have like the highest percentage in the world because like we don't we skate. We'll go out and film like maybe one maybe once a week. Sometimes once a couple weeks, okay. and then from that we'll produce like eight minutes from like one session
1: yeah i was just about to ask you like what like how many clips or like how many minutes of like raw cut up footage like are you walking away with eight minutes though well we, one
0: we film like we don't fuck around but, yeah like, we just <laughs> go and we film like, me and joey usually just go skate and we'll just go back back and forth yeah yeah like I film something, okay, it's your turn, bitch. What do you yeah, got? Yeah. Film, film something. <laughs> then film me. Then film you. And we we try not to waste too much time doing the same thing, over and over. That's a mistake that a lot of people make. They get stuck on like, oh, I gotta, gotta do this. Um, we let it be, imperfect. Mm-hmm. Imperfections, I think, are great.
1: In I, I in mean, skating. well, hey, it's working for you. It really is. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm. Like I said, probably 10 times already. I'm a big fan. Um, I just want to point out more cool tricks. Like, okay, there's like a slider bar in Prove Yourself 2. And you guys were using like big wheels because with small wheels, you can't walk on rails. Mm -hmm. Like you were doing maneuvers where you were like walking and like stepping and using the urethane that would purposely stick to the metal to like hop into other tricks and switch ups and I'm like Sean was just like whoa that was so next level like (laughs) like, yeah dude like I told you to watch this Joey did Joey had on like some um, like jogging <laughs> pants with like a supercomputer robot shirt on.
0: They were like uh, they were like tight. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did something where he ended it. I I forget what the move was, but it, I think it like ended with like something like True Machio or something. And he like landed and like kind of like <laughs> did like like one of those like I'm a cool rollerblader pose. And like I was just like wow, that was so perfect. Like I almost feel like. He He's like sarcastically like mocking people that do that. Yeah. Like and I and I absolutely <laughs> love it. Cause at, at the same time I'm like, oh, that was awesome. Like, thank <laughs> you for doing that. I mean, honestly, you could probably see me do that sometimes. And I'm like being a goofball being serious or something. Yeah. And he's like, he's like taking that and like you know, hey, I'll tell you right now, like you you could never hurt my feelings, you know, or any, but like you could make fun of me. I know I've done stupid things and have done, you know, weird stuff. Like, I, 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 and, and coming from Philly, like, we make fun of each other all the time, you know, like, yeah. we're big shit talkers, you know?
0: Well, I'll say, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. I, for, there was, there was like a while, there was like a certain era of Kelso mm-hmm. that, this the style was like um it was like overstyled it was it was like it was it was good like your style has always been good but there was there was an era where it was like forced or it felt forced I, I, it didn't feel I, as natural but i think as you've gotten older th- it was like through it, it, you could tell like style was really important to you and you oh. wanted to have good style and there were you know there was a few clips that it was like Okay, he's like he's he's forcing it doesn't feel like as natural but Correct. I think through that as you've gotten older the last few sections have the style has has become more natural mm-hmm. and it was like because you tried so hard to have that style mm-hmm. it was like you you developed it to a point where it, it is natural
1: Yeah I get no I get what you're saying I've actually I I critique myself you know yeah. I really do, and I um sometimes I'll I'll revisit like old things I've made and watch them, and I, and I I I will say the same thing. The words you just said, I think that's an honest and truthful observation. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, but um yeah, it's funny like waiter arm, like forces style, like I'm like sitting here like reading these things, and I'm like oh man, like so like I used to get like really upset. And it it could like, it like hurt. So, yeah, if you guys who wanted to hurt my feelings, did you accomplish that? Yes, you did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, there is truth to it, but it's like, it was like that, the, what, like your journey through it, that created what you are today. So, it was like a good thing that you did that. Yeah. That you were, you experimented with it and you were so focused on. What, what, whatever style was in your head, you know, it takes a long time for people to find what they are in life. And, and in, yeah. like, when you're talking movement, the way you're going to move your body when you're doing tricks with ro- wheels on your feet, like, it's like, <laughs> you know, you have a vision in your head. And, it, and a, at a lot of points, it's going to look unnatural. Or maybe it'll look unnatural. But it's always, it I think it's always a good thing to just, like, do exactly what you see in your head or like be shameless like if you think that it like if you want to wear like a cut off (laughs) jean shirt and you want to have waiter arm and you just want to steeze the fuck out of something like do it that's awesome if you feel that in your heart like let it go like sing to the heavens you know (laughs) go to the top (laughs) of a mountain like this (laughs) is who i am fuck it yeah. yeah. Even if people are like, "Oh, I, I see right through that motherfucker. That shit ain't natural. He was trying. Like, yeah. so what? I was trying, bitch. Like, why don't right. you try a
1: little harder? Like, yeah, yeah. instead
0: of sitting on your ass writing comments."
1: <laughs> that hey, and, and you know that's another way you could look at it. Um, but yeah, it's it's no lie. I I I've taken it very seriously, and you know, I'm not gonna act like too cool to say like I didn't try. I'm not gonna try to be too cool and say like I didn't care. Like, yeah, I tried. I cared and you you know and because like a lot of some a lot of stuff that I've done has been in the limelight it, it kind of makes me an easy target too yeah. you know so but man is, you can't fuck with your fucking nim
0: section man <laughs> jesus christ so um so you ended up being on Brian Shima's boot company like did you know Shima before that happened or
1: if, uh, we've met um I think like he's come to Philadelphia before I think I may have traveled with him a little bit on like an RFCC tour or some kind of like skate tour where it was like we're visiting skate parks that sort of thing Um, but I I mean I don't know him super well I've actually gotten to know him more closely um, in recent years than I have like, I would say I got to know him a little bit better, like, through, like, over-the-phone-type conversations, like, a little emailing here and there. I've got, gotten to know him better, though, after um, I pretty much, like, left sponsorship and all that stuff went down. But, um, yeah, he's, really, he's a really cool guy. He really cares about um, skating and, um, like, his riders and whatnot um and, and yeah like he gives he gives his riders stake in the company which mm-hmm. is a unique thing I feel um one thing I always thought it's like wow like you know well, we can't pay you but you know like I'm not saying SSM I'm just saying other companies to general are like we're not gonna pay you and it's like all right well since I'm like helping grow this can I have like a stake in the company yeah and it's, and it's pretty yeah. cool and refreshing and 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 really respectable that he does give guys a stake in the company because if you really want it and this is the lifestyle of your choice and you want to do nothing but this, he's given them the opportunity to make it happen. And and it kind of it puts it in their hands, like, you know, it's it's a uh, like it. He's running the the whole show, so
0: that's a good really, way to approach it.
1: Yeah, I think it is too, and I think. That it's, it's more motivating to me. You know, I wish when I was younger, maybe I had an opportunity like that. Um, but but for younger guys getting into it, I think that's probably the best deal you're going to find right now in yeah. sponsorship. It's like, And, you know, every company needs a lot of work. There's not any... I wouldn't say that there's any company that's doing it perfect. Yeah. You know, every company needs work and... Um, yeah, I, I hope as as the company, you know, continues to age and grow, I hope people support him because uh, he deserves it. I know I'm, I'm always going to be riding his skates because I really like him. I also really like John Bellino. Uh, Bellino is, like, real close to me because he grew up skating in and around the Philly Jersey area where I'm, you know, I'm a Philly guy, so... I hold him dear to my heart for that reason. He's a great guy. I want him to succeed, and I I like that he skates and skates, you know.
0: So was Bellino like a, a grom coming up when you were skating in Philly?
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, I guess Just I like heard, a young you know, buck. Becker. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mean grom in a derogatory kind of way. Just like a young we're skater.
1: A young guy. I met him as a young young kid who just loved skating, and he wanted to skate hard, have fun, and he, I don't know, it just seemed like he was naturally good at it. Like, he, you know, was always real comfortable on skates. He always had, like, a big trick vocabulary or whatever. Um, and, yeah, he was just a friendly, friendly guy that just wanted to, like, be part of it. And, I mean, he, I mean, the he, He's just one of those skaters who can like pretty much do anything he wants. Um, but yeah, like like having some time, like kind of watching him grow up was is a really cool experience. I wish I could actually spend more time with them just because I really like I really like him as a person and as a skater. So, but yeah, I don't I don't I, I a lot of guys that I used to talk to I don't talk to as much I don't see as much a lot of the East Coast guys like you know it, and it it just you know you get older and you you lose connection you're not even you know you're not even anywhere near each other geographically so
0: yeah that's tough for me that's like there's so many people that i love being around and hanging out with like people that i consider to be my best friends <laughs> i never see them yeah, just because that sucks. like they live like, I always I always make jokes around my wife that I have no friends because, like, I honestly don't have any friends like Joey. Um, my friend Matt stopped by today, which was awesome. But, like, locally, like, I just don't I, – I don't have a lot of bros, you know. I don't – like, I don't have a yeah. lot of – I wish I had friends stopping by all the time and, like, yeah, you know – it it sucks like you know I wish how awesome how crazy would it be if every roll blader in the world lived in the same city
1: (laughs) it'd be nuts you'd always have something to do you'd always have someone to skate with
0: yeah or at least like we always joke like if if all the bladers in Canada like moved to one city how amazing it would be we gotta hey yo I'm putting this out publicly and i'm saying this to you we gotta have a fucking blader retirement home yeah (laughs) like when we're like 80 90 when we're all like old timers we'll have a little skate park we'll have like the retirement home we'll have hot bitches like looking after us we gotta make that a reality how awesome would it be we just podcast all the time
1: oh all the time (laughs) We're, we're going to need a VHS player, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're goddamn right, of course. A VHS player. So, like, after dinner,
1: right before bed, we can watch some skate videos, yeah. watch all the classic videos, and just be, oh, remember when times were good? Yeah. And don't will take them like they used to.
0: <laughs> can you imagine year 2050 and we're popping in, like, VG4? Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta make, We got to do that. Blader retirement home.
1: Let's do it. Let's I'm do I'm it. I hope that I make it to ninety. Yeah. You will.
0: I hope you do too. I hope. I hope
1: yeah. I hope we all do. I
0: think a lot of <laughs> a lot of us will. There'll be some casualties, of course. We can't expect all of us to make it, but huh? m- maybe by the time we're ninety that'll be it'll be like young. Yeah. It'll be like it'll be like the new thirty. Yeah. Nineties yeah. the new thirty.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that that would that would be awesome.
0: I always it was it was always Shima. I had this vision of Shima, being, like having a white beard, mm-hmm. and being an old man, like a ninety year old Shima, still just yeah. like ripping, and in yeah. like in the old man kind of way where it's like he's like the wizard he's like the grand master who you know like his body is kind of failing but he has so much experience that he can just do these like unfathomable unfathom (laughs) unfathomable maneuvers they're just like whoa like and he's wearing a white robe he's got a long white beard
1: you're like painting a really sick picture in my head right now. <laughs> it's, like, it's almost like a, like a character out of like um, what was that guy from like uh, Kill Bill? Yeah, um he had like the eyebrows, like the, he was just like the teacher. Yeah, what was his like yeah like I'm, I'm envisioning that guy like
0: the guy he, he ripped out that one girl's eye.:
1: Yeah, yeah, that guy. Well, I can't think of his name right now.
0: The, but you know what I'm talking about. I do, yeah.
1: Yeah, like he'll be on stage. And he would,
0: always, he would always whisk his beard. Like he would oh, grab yeah. his beard. <laughs> like when <laughs> he knew that he was making progress. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and the girl with one eye poisoned mm-hmm.
1: him. Black Mamba was her Black name. Black Mamba, that's right. I remember her. I can't think of the guy. Pai Mei? Pa, Pai Mei? Pai Mei. I think Is that
0: something that? like that. Yeah, i think yeah, thinking yeah. of the title where it was like the, the, the torment of Pai Mei or mm-hmm. something like that. Cause they had like titles to all, I
1: love that movie.
0: That so was a good, movie. well, it Tarantino is
1: brilliant. Anything yeah. he does is, but that one in particular was incredible.
0: Kill Bill. I, yeah, I think Kill Bill was his masterpiece. It was just so. Yeah. That's the, the one. Yeah. The, <laughs> the mood, the, like it would just. <laughs> it took you into that world, and it was just so good. Oh, yeah. So perfect. Jesus.
1: I, now I'm going to have to go revisit that, now that you're talking about it. It's been a, it's been a little bit since I watched it.
0: I remember there was this... Uh, I did this, like, pretty big 720 in Imagine Blade Shun over this rail out of the skate park. And, like, the night before, I, <clears> I, <throat> I knew I was going to do it like I called dustin i was like come film me do this jump like i got in my head and i was watching kill bill and i was just thinking about doing this jump yeah and that movie was kind of like the perfect thing to be watching to like get me stoked and i was just sitting there watching this movie and my feet were sweating and i was watching Uh this girl like swing a sword around and like getting her revenge and I was just like I'm gonna fucking kill that yeah. gap tomorrow and like just visualizing it and it was like that movie fucking helped me do that jump so <laughs> like, I, that. cool. I got that I got that some
1: people watch skate videos to get motivation but you're like yeah. so you got hype pipe off kill bill yeah <laughs> I like that that's cool hey man draw, draw the, the motivation the energy wherever you can yeah whatever works I like the scene where she's, like, in the car and she's, like, wiggle your big toe or something like that. Yeah. She's in the
0: pussy pussy wagon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh, my God. That movie.
0: Whew. It's a fucked up... Do you ever try to, like, wiggle... Because there's... There's always certain toes that are hard to wiggle independently of the others. You, ever try you to just do, like... broke up
1: a little bit. Oh, did Say I? that again? So like, yeah.
0: Do you ever try to wiggle a toe? Like cuz there's always toes that it's hard to wiggle them independently <laughs> of the others?
1: Oh yeah, I can't do that. It's it's uh, yeah. I can barely do it with my fingers, let alone my toes.
0: Yeah. It's an interesting <laughs> like brain, I don't know, brain exercise to like to do that or to tr- it just t- to try to do that or experience how difficult it is. It's just right, like, holy right. shit, like, this is just a, like a little part of my body. And I'm just trying to move it mm-hmm. and, I, and I can't. And then, so you kind of get a feel for what it's like to be like paralyzed or to have like a broken arm or a broken leg or, or something wrong right. on a very small level. Where it's like, why can't I move this? and you feel that like (laughs) frustration Mm -hmm. i know i like things like that or i like i like that
1: no i I agree with you too i thought about that i mean i'm i suck at guitar but every now and again i try to pick it up and like learn some open chords like the basic beginner type chords and it's kind of like well put this finger on this string put this finger you know on this fret this string blah 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 and it's kind of like that in a sense too because okay, I'm thinking yeah. like I can pick things up I'm in control of of my hands but when it gets down to like these nitty gritty like technical aspects you're actually not in control of it as much as you may think yeah um, guitar is one of those things where it's going to exercise your fingers and kind of get you thinking on that level
0: yeah it's like I'm you're just trying to relate what you're saying to something. No, totally. That's a perfect that, that feeling of frustration where yeah, it's like yeah. you think you can do it and it should be easy, but your body's yeah. just not responding the way you want. It's like you are in control, but just for very specific things that you do every day. Right. And then you try to do something a little bit different and you realize how incapable <laughs> you actually are. Like how Yeah wait, these things I take for granted, these are actually really developed movements that I've been doing like for a really long time.
1: Oh yeah. What's the, what's the word muscle memory or the phrase muscle memory. Yeah. It's crazy. Like you wouldn't, Oh, my muscle has a memory. Like it's going, but yeah, repetition. You, you can, yeah, with repetition, you can do anything, I guess. Maybe.
0: Do you, um, do you exercise or work? I listen right to way? the Richie
1: Eisler. I listen to Richie Eisler's podcast. Great podcast, by the way. I got a foam roller because of that guy. Okay. I try to use that. Um, I actually gained like 15 pounds since I've been working uh, my job because I drive a lot. So I'm sitting down. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to limit... Uh, I'm trying to, like, you know, I try to stretch here and there, I'm not super great at it, but I try, I, like, I don't know. I've been eating a lot recently. <laughs> What's the word you guys yeah, said? Fun. The little inner tube? The inner tube around your waist. Yeah. How hard it is when you have that? You got to, like, shed that winter, the winter pounds off, <laughs> whatever. I'm kind of like, it's like almost the end of summer and I'm still trying to fix that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm not I'm not. I you know what I was working out um a, a lot. I was actually in the best shape of my life right before I moved to Kansas City 2 years ago. Like I was working, like I had like some abs going on, like some biceps. Like I looked in my opinion, I looked like the best I ever had and, <laughs> But yeah, man, it's tough when you know, you work, you work a lot and sometimes you get home and you're you're not thinking like, "Oh, let me go exercise my body now you're like all right what am i eating you know skating is my exercise yeah so but um i don't know i, I it's kind of one of those things you, you're catching me at a unique moment in my life because i'm starting to notice like wow like i put on like 10 15 pounds <laughs> like hey it's time to check myself and and start a regimen so i'm kind of like right. Like I said, you caught me in an interesting point because I kind of need to work on that a little bit. Okay. Do you exercise? Yeah. A lot. Like every day. Every other day. Um.
0: Usually, like every other day. Some. Yeah. Yeah. On average, I'd say every yeah. other day. I. I run uphill. Or I I do. Um, a kettlebell workout. Or, uh, like a hit workout, like a like an aerobic, um, workout. Um, okay. Cause I'm I'm like my job is like super <laughs> inactive. I'm just sitting all the time. Uh, I have to. Um, both for skating, I'm just I'm a type. I'm a I'm a certain type of person that just like I have to. If I don't, it's, I, 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 like I'm, I'm living in a hell. Like if I don't exert that, if I don't get out that energy, like I just can't exist as me not doing that. It's just like brutal.
1: I, I, you know, it releases chemicals in your body that make you happy and feel good about yourself too. Yeah. You know, I, I need to get on that. Um, I've been a little lazy, not going to lie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm curious to hear what, up, what other experiences work for, for different rollerbladers because I'd like to maybe try some out and see what works for me. But For sure. So running uphill. Just I,
0: about, I just do it because it's like I run uphill because it's easier on your knees. Like it's, it's not like running okay. is just hard on your knees. So running uphill, you don't have to do it for as long and it's mm-hmm. easier on your joints. But yeah. it, it's, it's funny, something I think about all the time is that like there's, there's, for certain people, it's like exercise isn't as important. Mm-hmm. Like I look at, like your skating is very athletic, it's very beautiful, it's almost like, it's it's almost like exercise outside of that is less important for you. I mean, there's no doubt that it would help, it would help you enjoy skating more, mm-hmm. But you kill it, like whatever. You don't. It's like you don't need. Like you have you ever? You've never really exercised
1: outside of skating much, have you? Like I said, there was like a stint where I was, um, I was lifting weights with my dad, doing a lot of sit-ups. I did it maybe for like a year. Yeah. Not not probably not even. But but my body was like really receptive. Like I instantly, within like a month, saw results. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh.
1: But yeah, that was that's the only time that little almost a year stint of exercising with my dad. Like since then, I haven't really. I, yeah, I've not done anything.
0: It would like yeah, I think I think it would make skating more enjoyable. Even if you just did like one or two workouts during the week when you get home from work. Mm-hmm when you put your skates on on saturday you would your body would just be like oh yeah here we go but like right. like i said like for some people they don't it's not as necessary they just, they can just put them on and kill it like their body is just right. like yeah let's go they're like a cat they can mm-hmm. sleep all week and then yeah yeah be ready to rock and roll um yeah some
1: people I, have that. Yeah, I don't think I have. I think I have all right genetics, but they're definitely not genetics like where I don't have to try and I can just miraculously perform well.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> but genetics, man, I think that it plays a huge part. Like, and, you, you know, we, we, you know, get what we're given and that's it. So. Yeah.
0: And certain body types too, right? Like, yeah. You're, you're pretty short. I mean, for a normal uh, person. How, yeah, 5'8 5'8 like, eight. Eight. Well, that's not super short
1: No, like It's like kind of in between
0: 5'8, 5'9 5'8's like totally average, isn't it? Like for a man? I don't know
1: Um, I, I would feel like I'm on From my observation I don't know I think I'm a little on the shorter side I feel like average is like 5'10, five, 5'11 five, Yeah And then tall is like 6 or above
0: Yeah 58s like pretty prime for skating. Like it's like yeah. it, it, I, uh, most good rollbladers are five uh, under 510. I would I would say. It's like it's easier to control your body like the smaller your body
1: is. Right, right. And you know there are those exceptions, but for for the most part statistically I yeah, you're probably right under 510. And I've always thought about that. You ever you ever noticed how like people that do gymnastics get a certain type of look to their body, and they're kind of shorter people too.
0: And it's it's kind of similar to the skating body type. Yeah, like the movements. It's like a really wiry, thin kind of like like Bruce Lee had a certain body that was just yeah. so he was ripped, but he he wasn't blasted. He wasn't like bulky. No. It was no. like solid. Lean, thin. I I'll always remember the first time I saw Chris Haffey in the flesh. I was like, this dude's a fucking alien. Like, look at his arms. Like, they were like, like hard little, hard little <laughs> sticks of arms. Like, they just. It was like no human I had seen before. You know, it was a very unique body type. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and yeah, for what we do, it's like there's a certain body. That's just, like, the prime vessel for (laughs) spinning and grinding.
1: I like that. That's funny. (laughs) But, yeah, I I agree. It it seems that way.
0: Of course, there's exceptions to the rules. There's people Mm -hmm. that, I mean, like, Farmer's pretty tall, isn't he?
1: Farmer's tall, and look how good he is. Will Gordon, tall guy. Uh, Tori Trecedor, tall guy.
0: Yeah. You just learn to deal with that body type. Yeah, I mean the list goes on. Those are just
1: like right off the top of my head right now. But there's plenty of guys that are tall.
0: But longevity-wise, like it is advantageous to be shorter, even for non roll Like the tall dudes always die earlier. Really? Always, yeah. Shorter life expectancy.
1: Really? I don't uh,
0: know like uh, don't I'm don't take anything I say as fact. But in my yeah. world. That's the way it is. Like the the taller I, dudes I, I, die earlier. Their they the they their hearts need to pump blood further, right? Than uh, the short guys, so they it's their nice. their ticker gives out sooner. Yeah. And yeah. skating wise, it's like that's just more weight on all your joints. The the more mm. flesh you're token around, yeah. around. That's, that's
1: fine. <laughs> Definitely.
0: I think that's why I always thought of Shima as like the white wizard dude because he's like he's short he'll last a long time oh yeah he could be in his 90s still shredding with a little like a white beard that he just whisks
1: I mean I I mean he he loves like he lives and breathes rollerblading so I'm sure I mean my prayers go out to him right now like I really hope he has a, a a Good recovery from his recent injury um,
0: I think it'll be good for him I don't I don't know him but it, I think it's gonna be like a like a you bus and tables type experience obviously like the physical pain the psychological pain of being so broken and disabled mm-hmm. it, he, he's probably going through hell right now oh yeah. And he's probably having a lot of doubt about, you know, his future and about, like, his place in, in blading. But uh, all of that pain and, and what he's going through, what he's experiencing, I think is going to result in in, um, in a very exciting rollerblader. Oh, yeah. And a very interesting person. I think it, I, my prayers and, and thoughts go out to him as well. And uh, I believe... That we will see a forty-year-old, fifty-year-old Shima killing.
1: I believe it shit. too. I believe it too. I mean, look at the things he's done. Like the like the dedication, um, like mentally, the confidence and belief he he had to have in himself to, to to get where he's at and to have done some of the tricks he's done over the years, like if 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 anybody's gonna be able to do it, it's him like he' like mentally I think yeah. he's strong enough
0: well the, he, he has something that he obviously really wants to do mm-hmm. and I think that's huge when recovering from an injury It's like if you have a purpose like something like he loves to skate, and so yeah. he is gonna do whatever he needs to do to recover and build, build back his body to a place where he can do that thing that he fucking loves to do. Yeah. You know, motivation won't be an issue. Like Uh, he'll do whatever rehab he has to do. And, but it's, it's tough when like, it's going to be a long recovery period. And I've been there where it's, it fucks with your head and, and you can't help but think like, I'm done. This is over. Yeah. I'm old, I'm 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 old and broken and it, right. you, you have those thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um so it's so hard to deal with, but some something inside you will like find a way to to grow back the tissues that that you need to grow yeah. back.
2: Wiggle back that big toe.
0: <laughs> yeah, wiggle your big toe. Shima's in the pussy wagon right now. He's wiggling his big toe. Dude, he Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be exciting, you know. When, when people I know, I have,
1: can't wait. I'm really pulling for him on this one.
0: Fuck yeah. When people go through things like that and when they have injuries and, and they're off the skates for, for that long, they come back and they're like a different person. Yeah. You can't come back the same. You come back, like, having been through that. Right. You know, it changes your whole perspective on what you're doing.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can't. I can't even imagine, like, what he's going through. Do you want, want to know the injuries I've had? I broke a little baby pinky, kind of went off to the side. Um, I fractured a hairline fracture on a collarbone. And that was it. Never had stitches, never broke anything. All my years skating. Wow. Not <laughs> <old boy. laughs> That's crazy. You know what I mean? I Yeah. I can't even imagine, like...
0: Like what? Shat- yeah shattering your feet he shattered his feet dude have you talked to him since since that happened
1: um I haven't no not since it's happened um I wrote him a letter apparently though it, it never got sent out to him I don't know I'm having like issues with uh, my mail carrier in my apartment because I I do expense reports twice a month in my office was saying like they didn't get one hmm. recently so I think like they're they're messing up but I reached out to him I sent him a real nice letter I don't think he ever got it I talked to his girlfriend Ashley um, every now and again but um, yeah they um, I, I, I believe from what she's told me there's definitely a lot of hope and um, you know Good outcomes in the in the future for him. Yeah. So, you know, they're they seem to be keeping a positive attitude about it, and you know, they're taking it like one step at a time, because like like you know, it's a long process. So. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, but probably should reach out to him soon. It's one of those things. It's kind of. Um, like I wasn't sure the appropriateness of it, you know. I I wasn't like if he was busy or like it, dealing with certain things. But I've done. I mean, I'm I'm thinking about it now. I'm probably gonna give him a call soon. to See how he's doing. But that's that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's good to it's good to reach out to people.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm they right. recently did um, a Woodward trip. He, I saw him there oh, with yeah. a bunch of kids and stuff. He seemed to be in good spirits in the photos. Yeah. But that's cool. He's still getting out there, making an appearance. So yeah, that's good.
0: <laughs> I was my my friend Matt came over today, and um, he's a rollerblader, and he uh, like a couple years ago. He he had a fall and he broke his leg and his arm. <laughs> wow. In 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 one fall. Yeah. What
1: was he doing?
0: He was doing some like wall ride, like some launch out of a quarter um and it went horribly bad. <laughs> and he fe- he fell and broke his yeah, his leg and his arm. Yeah, it was pretty fucked up. Um but, uh, yeah, I gave him a call after after that happened, and like uh, um Matt's like a younger role blitter, and I've always had this relationship with Matt where I'll like I'll harp on him, like I'll like, oh. just like you know like, like he's the younger dude, like I'll just like m- m- like we're we're friends, like I I'll like make fun of him, like <laughs> right right, <laughs> you know, so I called him. And I think, like, his his first, like, response to me calling was really, like, I don't know, defensive or, or uh... He was like, hey, what the, what the fuck? Like, he was expecting me to be calling him and, like, harp on him. Uh-huh. It was really <laughs> awkward. I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm just calling. Let's just see how you're doing, man. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was cool. I, I was happy that I called him. Yeah, yeah. You know, happy that I reached out. Yeah. Like, when people are fucked up it's good to right. it's good to call them no it is, it is
1: it's the right thing to do no you're absolutely right, right. Just, I,
0: just to like you know see how
1: they're doing I haven't I haven't been good about that um damn you're making me kind of feel bad about it. <laughs> 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 but he know he knows I admire him and respect I mean I've told him numerous times how you know amazing of a person a skater I think he is so but yeah that reminds me. I, I should do that.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: But, uh... He's a wizard, though. Oh. He'll be back. Oh, yeah. He's one of the kings, for sure, yeah. without a doubt. <laughs> Whew. Man, it's it's getting late where I am. It's almost one in the morning.
0: Yeah, we've done a solid, like, two hours of discussion.
1: Yeah. Well, this, I mean, now that I've talked to you, I, I, I won't lie. I was a little nervous, you know? Of course, yeah. uh, just it with anybody new that I meet. It's like you, I have, um, I've all like made opinions in my head about you. Good opinions too, you know. But, um, you know, and it's like meeting anyone for the first time that you may have heard of in the past. It's like kind of like a, it can be a little nerve wracking.
0: Oh, for sure. And when you're recording it and you're putting it on the internet.
1: Yeah. And then there's the <laughs> thought like, gonna, like, people are going to listen to this. So it was a little nerve-wracking at first, but you're super comfortable to talk to. It, it really was a Thank pleasure. Um, and and if it's cool with you, I hope this isn't our last.
0: Fuck yeah, let's do it again. <laughs> this was a lot of fun. Or, I really enjoyed talking to you as well. and uh, Yeah. Yeah, let's, like I said, life is long, and I hope that we'll have opportunities to do a podcast again and hopefully skate together in the future.
1: That would be awesome. And
0: live it up in, in the blader retirement home
1: oh yeah. yeah i dude i got a mean vhs collection
0: fuck yeah <laughs> it's gonna be sweet
1: it's uh, stored away nice in a safe spot at my parents house so awesome yeah we take care of those those are like my most prized possessions sweet. like they're priceless they're priceless to me yeah you know that's as I'm amazing sure.
0: i've got most of them online I don't have any of my VHSs anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, you, you mentioned that to Sean. You're a, a minimalist? Is that what you called it?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't have a lot of stuff. I got rid of a lot of stuff. Some of which I... A lot of which I regret getting rid of. Mm-hmm. But whatever. It's... I'm, a yeah. lot
1: of it's online, so... Yeah, I mean, it's all online. There's some cool stuff online, too. A lot some,
0: of cool stuff.
1: Yeah, some stuff like I wasn't able to own... Um, or just, I mean, I don't know. But yeah, lots of cool stuff. Lots of stuff that, you know, I didn't own, but I can I can now revisit it. It's cool. Very cool. There's this one guy, like Green Clover or something, I forget. He's got some cool stuff posted. Hmm. Like sometimes I'll search skate videos by the user. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like oh, this guy always has cool, Old like he has like tons of stuff. Like he, He's from my era, you know, like, he's probably, yeah. like, a guy in his late 20s, early 30s, you know, and he's just posting. But like, Green Clover, whoever you are, thank you. Yeah. If you're listening to this, like, I watch your stuff a lot, so.
0: we got to <laughs> thank all the people who put up, like, classic videos because I, I haven't put up anything, you know, but a lot of good stuff is up for me to watch. And oh, yeah. And I'm grateful. That's amazing. Yeah, me too.
1: <laughs> Shout out, shout out to those guys. Shout out. Yeah. And girls, if there are any.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> tell Sean I say hi. I will. Tell, uh, tell Mike Lilly and Sean Santamaria if, if they want to meet me and record our conversation
1: and actually, go through the nervousness of that. They, um, I told them I was doing this, and I was like, dude, you know, be a surprise guest. Like, come on with me or whatever. And they were totally about it. But that was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, and we never yeah. made it home because we stayed to hang out at this pool, and there was like a big bonfire, and it was real fun. And we just were like in the country of Missouri with our like our skate buddy, so um, Corey, who's awesome, him and his girlfriend were awesome hosts, and they they're big fans of the podcast. So shout out <laughs> to Corey and Katie. I know they're they're gonna listen to this one, so Hi Corey they were and Katie. awesome hosts. <laughs> But yeah, we ended up hanging out with them. And Saturday, they were gonna get on with me. But it's it's Sunday tonight. I gotta go to bed like right after this and get yeah, up yeah. for work. But I, I mean, yeah, man, well, I can get them all. I can get anybody on that live if cool. they live out here. I can get them all on. Yeah,
0: you know? let them know. I'd love to love to have both of those guys on for sure. Yeah, Dude, this was oh my. God.
1: Lily and Santa Maria are like the funniest guys to me. They have such a, a really awesome sense of humor. Um, I think they would just, you you would just love to hear some of their stories and what they have to say about things. Oh, yeah, cause I would. It would be fun. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Okay. But yeah, yeah good, good chatting it up. And yeah, there'll, there'll be some more to come in the future. Definitely.
0: Awesome. For sure. Thanks a lot, Colin. Thanks for uh, taking this risk and and going through the nerves. I appreciate it. People (laughs) will love it.
1: (laughs) Well, have a good night.
0: Yeah, you too, man. Have a good week, and we'll talk soon.
1: All right, talk soon. All right,
0: see you, Colin. Bye.